Greetings and salutations, children of all ages. May I get a motherfucking yurt? <laughs> I fucking hate y'all. Welcome to a brand new episode. This is why we can't have nice podcasts. Low thirds tell us who we are. Matt, Drew, show, and yeah, how y'all been since y'all last episode? You know, same old shit. Work. Other black than that, in America. Hmm? You know, black in America. Same shit, different day. That's illegal. Anyway, um, um, first order of business, um. Since I'm watching, like, fucking streams, might as well talk about video games. The lovely folks over at Sony decided they thought it would be a good idea to drop a BLM theme. You know, I'm all for that. You know, that sounds like a good idea. Until people... Oh, no, it was a great idea. Great idea, right? It, it truly was, because, you know, they actually donated... And match match donations towards the movement. Yeah, you know, um, it's a great idea, great idea. But um, oh, you yeah. believe it? According to certain people, certain people of fairer skin descent, um, the they, of are, they are upset. Their feelings have been hurt. They are offended. Because they feel like their gaming console has brought in politics and um, put in and supported a group that is a terrorist organization of racial proportions like the Ku Klux Klan. And um, that's what said discrepancies with the... Caucasus community has been bestowed upon within these comments. Um, you ever had some white people tears? It's refreshing. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It needs some type of salt or something. You know, it's just there. Yeah. You could do that yourself, but no, that's the one thing that don't need salt. Yeah. No seasoning. Um, yeah, I mean, I really don't fucking understand why this is still an issue. Because um, most of those whites are upset that Sony is recording chat logs now. And they about to get busted for saying the N-word. And then when he, said, when he dropped that N-word, the whole digital library about to be deleted. That's what's going to happen. That's why the upset. Nigga said no PS Plus, nigga. They, they, they upset. Because they want to be logic so bad. I'm black. <laughs> ain't ain't that right, logic? Shut up. Anyway. Um, Speaking of that, you got mad. Yeah, like you spent like a quarter of Oh, minute. my God. We're not doing this, bro. I'm not logic. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you better we're not saying logic. Joe Buzz is going to pop up and say, yo, you pandering right now, my guy. Stop it. Stop. Don't get me started on that. And um, they just you logic in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Why? I don't know. Like they upset for no reason. It's like, why are you upset? They're upset Which, for a reason. They're 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 either a ignorant, b racist, c both. What makes me laugh about this? A lot of the comments is like, I don't need this politic and any crap in my games. Do you not realize that damn near every almost every good AAA title has some about politics in its story or injustice? Or oppression. Like, yep. you motherfuckers done played through all of Far Cry. You didn't play through Assassin's Creed. You Even though this game wasn't even that good, you didn't play through Homefront the Revolution. You didn't play through Metro Last Light. You didn't play through Dying Light. I mean... Yeah. A lot of this shit has prejudiced behavior and, and fucking oppression rooted right in it. Y'all can sit there and play games. Y'all can play X-Men. Y'all can play all these other stuff. Dishonored and completely miss the message of what it stands for, or y'all just don't care about it because it's a it's digital media, and you don't have to pay attention to that because that's not your real life. So basically, what you're saying is that you want to continue being racist, and as long as it supports you being racist or ignorant to the real issues, it's good gaming. But the moment it starts addressing real life issues that become problems, now all of a sudden it's too much. I mean, first and foremost, um, these games do address real-life issues. That's why they address them. Second of all, um, it's good that you named the set of games that you named, but um, Ghost of Tsushima deals with similar issues um, that might be bestowed upon within Ghost the community. Ghost is actual history. Um, the Last of Us, like, is known for its um, tones of... Uh, Oppression, discrimination, and themes that are for people that don't have, you know, whether it be the LGBT community or people that just live in poverty or lost something. It's very fucking idiotic that we still have to have this conversation. I'm more done with having this conversation with certain people. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and I was literally like, yo, I don't have it in me to be arguing about race in this country. You know, it, it's like it's a lose lose situation. I could be 100% right of what I'm saying. If you're choosing not to listen to what I'm saying, I'm just talking on deaf ears. I wasted my breath. That's an L for me. And then if I sit there and get upset at your ignorance and racism, that's what that's probably what these motherfuckers want. So I just lose again. It makes no sense for me to just. It, it makes no sense for me to dive into the shit or really just argue with people constantly about what the meaning of BLM means compared to what you think it means and what why these events need to happen and why this oppression needs to stop. I, I'm tired of arguing. I'm tired of talking about it. See, I go to this route. Y'all say something once. You don't believe it. Continue doing that. Someone's going to bust you in the lip. Oh, man, I should have never said that. That's what's going to happen nowadays. I mean, I'm just... It's more or less for me one of those situations where Google's your friend. If it's someone that's older, I might have a little bit more empathy. Because nope. it's like, it's unfortunate. Nope. No, nope. I, nope. I, 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 Let me nope. finish. Let me finish. Because it sucks. It sucks that you're fucking ignorant. And it's not my job to change that. 
So you can choose to live in your miserable, ignorant world because there's no such thing as a, hap- as a happy, ignorant racist. No such thing. It doesn't coexist. You know, it, it sucks. You know, I, I, I feel very, very sorry for those who fucking open their fucking eyes and see the fact that the way they're living is wrong. But I'm also going to fucking exhort my voice trying to argue that to some ignorant racist person. I'm just not. Or um, a fucking coon to say the least. It's just not so much energy. Even now, like, having to explain that just took way too much fucking energy. I'm good. Um, But, like... Oh, shut up. It's like, you know, I I get tired of that argument. I get tired of... But we're doing this and we need to do that. No, nigga, this, this. Conversa- the conversation that is happening that what we're talking about, why X, Y, and Z matters, is not the converse. It's like there's a conversation at time and place for everything. If we're talking about apples, don't bring up <clears throat> oranges. You look like a coon trying to do that dumb shit. And they're it's like. Oranges. They're bringing up rockets. And we're yeah. talking about Pokemon. Exactly. That, that's a, a, that's a better analogy. You're talking about Gatorade. You're talking about fucking space rocks. Like, I like eggs. Like, motherfucker, we don't... <laughs> don't you bring Ed into this. Like, fucking butter toast-ass niggas. Like, nah, I'm nah, done. Nah, nah, nah. Don't bring Ed into this. My man put that rock in his shoe. He probably embraces him. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Man, level the White House. Me, personally, I just don't feel... Like, I feel, like, the same way as last episode when we were talking about, like, the fucking debate, how that shit went, and, I like, me just feeling, like, all types of disheartened and shit. Like, that's how I feel, for the most part. Speaking of that, I'm going to continue saying we are fucked whoever wins. Oh, yeah, nigga. We're we, we getting fucked by the gimp in Pulp Fiction, nigga. Listen, we Yo, got like, between a giant douche and a turd sandwich. Yep. And, and the LeBron worst part be, is LeBron will be um performing his new hit single, Voter Die. Speaking of new singles. No, come no. out. Come out. Here's one thing I gotta address. I, I can y'all stop, can y'all stop blowing up? Not y'all, but yo, we get it. We have to vote. There's not oh, one celebrity. Facebook. No, there's not one celebrity. There's not one IG person that has made an effort to vote that has addressed either a single issue of why you should vote other than the fucking obvious. It's like it just looks like all y'all are doing this for clout. Y'all all look dumb. If y'all don't keep this energy up next year, where was this energy last year? Is this energy going to be focused upon when it comes to the politics that affect everybody after our election? We got to vote for all of that. Absolutely the fuck not. And it's just annoying that, like, I have to, every other post is like, oh, you got to make sure you vote early. No, nigga, how about we just vote? You shut the fuck up and don't bother me about voting. And I can't of voting. No, I'm talking. It's like not even turning my notifications off. It's like I can't even do anything <clears> without <throat> seeing 50 million fucking posts about make sure you vote, nigga. I don't see none of them. That's you. 
That shit is flooded. I'll turn that shit the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You turn notifications itself the fuck off? Like, you can turn, like, as far as, like, Facebook goes, you can turn that off. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about, like... Other people saying that? Yeah. Well, that's why I don't pay attention to other people. Like, I'm just like, I right, what's on my face? I got own problems right now. <laughs> like, we already understand how important it is to vote, but, like... Like, you're talking to a bunch of grown-ass adults. Like, vote. Like, we get it. Just vote. <laughs> Go on to vote. You can either vote early or vote the day of. Speaking, speaking of campaigning, yo, Biden Harris is going down the Hillary Clinton route. Huh? I didn't hear. Biden Harris campaign is going down the Hillary Clinton route. Do you see that video that I posted in the group chat? Oh, fucking God. Something about battle rap. First and foremost, there's an actual campaign clips, 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 DNA. Why? Just why? I get what you're doing, but why? And this is the shit I'm talking about where I don't need to see this shit. We're voting anyway. Like, I, I thought we were past the point of trying to drill in the head that we need to vote. Um, uh, I like, How much is yeah. all y'all like? All right, this 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 is uh, slightly against the grain here, but what if we're not the people they're trying to reach with that? That is a good point. It might be a good point, but like that—that's that's just what I'm thinking about. Like, I feel like we're not the people that they're trying to reach with that. I think that they're trying to reach like like the general ignorant. As motherfuckers who would just sit there and watch Battle Rap 24-7 and just not care about anything else. Like, I feel like that, that was for them. We could see how stupid that was. I'm like, we could see the asinine all the way down the street. But, like, maybe it wasn't for us. That shit made my, like, just... <laughs> That shit made my dicks off, like, 2020. I'm like, oh, my goodness. The that, shit that, that aggravates me about all that is just that, like, I thought we were past the pandering to get everybody to fucking vote because it's a presidential election year. Nope. Uh, um, we do realize we're voting for some shit that's basic human rights and we should be focusing on why we should vote due to the reasons given above, whether you're a fucking Republican or Democrat, whatever the case may be. Don't just vote for just don't just tell people to vote because you feel like telling people to fucking vote. That 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 just looks mad fucking stupid. Like to me that just looks so stupid. Like, oh y'all need to vote. Y'all gotta make sure y'all vote. Just push People already it. made up their the the American per, the American citizen has already made up their mind if they're gonna vote or not. Seeing a whole bunch of ads, shoving it down people's throat, might just annoy them to not do it or just be annoyed to vote. Or oh, they're gonna vote for the they're wrong reason. Like, oh they're man, basically, they're basically triggering that response of like, if you're about to go pick something up off the floor and then somebody tells you to go pick it up the floor, now you're not gonna do it because. You feel uh, like somebody's trying to dictate what you're going to do or what you should whole, be doing instead of you know, doing it. I have to. Listen. 
if it's bad enough, I gotta tell people to vote during my phone calls for work. And then while I'm making these phone calls, these people members are like, hey, don't forget to go vote. Like, I know I'm voting for already. Like, if I you're got in New York, it. do not tell me to vote at before fucking October 24th. Don't do that. <clears throat> don't like it's so fucking annoying. Like, stop. Just stop. Like, especially if y'all know y'all demographics, majority of New Yorkers. Like, shut up. <laughs> Fuck. Like, it's, it, it, it's just, it's like, I can understand why they're doing it. I just, it, I, I just don't like the pandering to voting when it's only a presidential election. It just further produces the narrative of the president is what we need to be looking for and not our Senate, not our House of Representatives, not um, our local representatives at all. That's stupid to me. And you're trying to get people into politics, into <clears throat> into seeing what's going on with your country and all this other extra shit, but all you do is just focus on presidential elections. I, I could tell you straight up, for those who in our fan base that don't know, President really doesn't do shit. This is House of Representatives. But... Trump is a rare exception because Trump is basically fucking Joffrey. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. He's just going to do whatever he wants fucking regardless. And that's what the fuck's happening. They can't control the little nigga. And that's why he, he got the muck that we have now. Um, but usually what happens is um, he looks at the laws, might give a final say-so on it. The, um, he might give a say-so, yes or no on it. But the Senate and the House of Representatives is the motherfuckers that actually do shit. They actually get shit done. They actually see how much goes into our community. Um, how what in everybody else's community, and I'm very much generalizing it. It's way deeper than what I'm saying, but if you're gonna focus so much on voting this year, focus on voting next year. Focus on voting the year after that. It's gonna be just as of, of important an election. 2022 is gonna be just as important as 2020. Yep. So for the love of God, please, with sugar on top. If you're gonna vote, vote. If you're unsure about voting, read about <laughs> both fucking candidates of whatever topics you're voting, whatever candidates you're voting for in your representative state, and then go for the one which best for you. I don't give a fuck who you're voting for. All I know is this election really doesn't mean shit compared to what other people are trying to say it is. Yeah. It's like... Like, I feel like really getting shit That's, that's how I vote. Because like, like, I vote independent. I always vote third party. I've been voting third party since. Technically, the second term, second Obama election. I voted for Obama, but I voted everybody else in the Senate and stuff. Independent. Right. I've been third party since then because I rather have some flexibility when it comes to politics. Because you can be aggressive and conservative. There's positives and negatives on both ends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just you got. Most now, everyone recently just want to be radicals about it. It's like I'm being a radical progressive, being a radical conservative, and it's like, and that's how you bump heads when you try to get people to actually learn about your beliefs and politics. Vote. It's like you know, I feel like right now what we should do every conversation that we have. We should just randomly cut to the guy saying smoke from Family Guy, but it should just say vote. Are you smoking yet? Are you voting yet? 
That's how I feel. Like, stop fucking pandering to me. I'm a grown-ass man. I, I know what I'm going to do. Relax. It's, it's, it's basically like they're pandering, and then on the same side, they're also, on the same coin, they're also spreading fear. Because they're like, oh, this one's really important because we need to do this and we need to do that. Don't vote. Don't vote for. Don't vote for Trump. The only reason why I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell people this right now. Um, it's gonna be a whole shit show if Biden becomes president. Not because of Biden, because um, on January twenty second, when Trump has to, when Trump has to vacate the office, there's gonna be indictments. There's gonna be a shitstorm sabbatical that's going to happen from. Um, Donald and his cabinet. It's gonna be everyone else. Donald's not gonna get arrested. There's it, it's it's gonna be like SpongeBob, the fucking anchovies invading fucking um, me. Me, like me. It, it, invading the fucking um, Krusty Krab. Krab. Yeah, that's what it's gonna look like. Mad chaos, like, and nothing's gonna happen because they're gonna be pussyfooting around situations so fucking much. That they're gonna just pander to everybody imaginable. Some people might receive tax hikes that shouldn't receive fucking tax and um increases. We'll get to that later with Curtis Jackson. Um <sighs> there might be, you know, some people might receive income, some people might not receive income. Shit's gonna get really fucking weird in the next six to ten months. So I want to tell people this do not think that just because Biden gets elected president that shit is going to be fixed. Because I could let you know right now, if he wins in, if he wins in October, if he wins in November, shit could still go south ridiculously between November and January. I'm, I, I'm telling you this now. So, be mindful. Understand what you're voting for, if you're going to vote. If you don't vote, cool. I mean, everybody says if you don't vote, your your voice don't count, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck about that because that doesn't matter because there's people that vote. Hillary won the fucking popular vote, but Trump won the electoral college. Stupid. So that whole if you don't vote, your voice don't mean shit means nothing because we have this idiotic shit known as the electoral college. But that's another story for another time. Um, I do think, honestly. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Kanye, I just, I'm just looking it up like independent parties that are running, and Kanye West is actually on the ballot. Shh. Anyway. Birthday party. I could have won. I could have won my entire life without watching a Kanye West campaign video. Um, the fact that there's no one in his circle trying to get him to stop doing that is fucking beyond me. Do I think he's working for Trump? No. I honestly don't think Kanye is under any ploy to work for Trump. I do think people are just letting Kanye be Kanye, not understanding how damaging it is to Kanye and his pe- the people around him and his fan base because he got a lot of young, impressionable people that are 18, 19 years old, 21 years old, chance to vote when Trump got elected, that are there now to support Kanye and someone needs to sit Kanye down and realize like, Hey, if you're gonna, you're gonna run, 
prep for 2024. Now, do I care if Kanye West runs for president? No. It really doesn't affect me that much. But if you really look at the situation of what's happening, then no. For those of you saying that uh, uh, if you don't vote, every non-voter is a vote for Trump, no. New York is a no, very blue state. It's, it's very much a blue state. It's probably going to stay a blue state. I don't give a fuck if it changes to a red state. It really doesn't like concern me that much because there's a lot of other fucking states. I think New York has, I think, 20 electoral votes compared to the majority of the other states you need to win. Um. Yeah, it's just complicated, and I hate talking about politics nowadays because it's just a big ass fucking concussion. Unfortunately, this whole thing is just a headache. Yeah, it's um, it's just a... let's 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 spiral away from uh yeah let's, the the yeah. politics and kind of just segue back to what we were initially talking about. Now it's just the people who are just mad over a fucking theme that's free. That you don't have to pay for. That is your option to download. It's like the moment they just see anything with BLM on it, they just <laughs> instantly choose to be outraged. Oh my God, Trevor! Like, and it's weird because you know they sit there, and I've made this statement earlier today. They sit there and they'll be like, "Oh my God, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization, and they're terrible. They're horrible." They can say all this in the same breath. But yet the same people who are saying this have said nothing about the KKK. They're calling Black Lives Matter Marxism. And they're saying it's partnered with Antifa. And all this just ignorant techno babble they hear the next person say. And they all band together like a big wave of idiocracy. (laughs) And ignore facts of the fact that the actual terrorist organization has been and always will be the KKK and the fucking Nazis that are just chilling in plain sight. The neo-Nazis or whatever, some of them are actually cops, just like the KKK. Some of them are fucking firefighters, probably. There are people, they're, 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 there's pretty much probably one of them in almost every field of something. Everything is infiltrated. No, but you're right, 100% on that. And, and But they sit there, and they look at people who are like, yo, I want my life to be considered equal. And they're like, nah, y'all terrorists. When it does it, it takes only one person, either from, from their group or actual person who's, who really does back Black Lives Matter, to do something, and they'll just use that to spearhead the entire movement. They had people literally just spray painting Black Lives Matter somewhere, and it wasn't even remotely close to how anyone of any any type of seasoned, you know, because they don't, they're they're male, they don't use any seasoning, so any seasoned person wouldn't just go to a graveyard and desecrate it and put blacks rule. Only white people do that dumb shit. Like it's just, but they'll use that. They'll use the looting and the rioting that happened and just immediately blame black people for it as if the police weren't the ones leaving bricks in every hot, high-value, not even high-value, low-value area where things could be smashed and broken into. And a lot of people don't realize that because a lot of people like to use the, um, you're destroying your community as an excuse, but at the end of the day, 
those communities are those properties and small businesses they don't own their those businesses they're owned by the banks so the community you live in is actually owned by the banks instead of uh, the day, so like um while, while we're on that topic um okay um that's that's a good point and my glasses almost fell um a problem i have in regards to that would be when people like saying that they we're destroying our own community and shit like that it's not ours what nah what are what are we ask what are we really destroying because they've given us the we're worst destroying the worst. we're they, destroying you're being mad at poor people for being poor so when they loot shit like jewelry stores and phone stores shit that has been subjected to give them value in their life you're blaming them for destroying that what supermarkets are being looted i've seen one pharmacy get looted i've seen a few sneaker stores get looted i've seen cops loot sneaker stores i've seen cops drill put a gate you know i've seen cops you know pry open a gate and then allow looters to loot i've seen peaceful protesters walking over to the brooklyn bridge trying to go home and they pin them in between the bridge cattle so so they will miss curfew so it gives them an excuse to arrest them i've seen that you know the funny thing we is we need to stop blaming poor people for being poor and trapped because the deep conditioning of what our environment is and we just like to point the flick of oh we need to do x y and z why because this environment is given to us by the same people that want to see us fail you know so why great. so why not destroy it and make it into something better in some some cases ideally but you know what's crazy they they say like you know it's 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 the people from Black Lives Matter looting and rioting and breaking up all these stores and whatever. But honestly, there's people in poor poor neighborhoods, and if there are people out there rioting, I figure, and this is probably like as truthful as it gets. If they're out there and they're actually rioting, these people are taking things that they need to get back to their homes to for like basic survival. Whereas there are people of higher standards breaking into like Apple stores or breaking into high value areas to steal something that would not change how they live their day to day, not even in the slightest. They're going and they're stealing like fucking like louis shirts and 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 stuff that a poor person wouldn't even be bothered to look at they like if the world went to shit right now even more than it actually is the rich would die yep the rich would die so fucking fast because their money would have no value and they their skills and their abilities and their personality would mean shit. They would become legit the new poor. If something else was made as currency, they'd be fucked. 
if we were in like a metro a metro last light system where bullets became currency, a lot of them would be fucked. Well, bullets are bad, like fucking you know choice there because but no, a I lot guess, but shooters. Given your situation, but but like let's say, let's say like toothpaste. If toothpaste became currency, they're fucked up. Like yep. that's just that's just that's just how it is. And the worst part is, like, as soon as the Blasio's mug, daughter's mugshot went out, all that curfew shit stopped. Of course it did. So, like, all that curfew shit. Like, she got caught on purpose. Like, a lot of the shit that's going on is being made by people in power who should have either been retired or passed on their title to someone else. Like I said, it's the, it's the baby boomer generation. They don't know. They don't realize how much damage they have done to the environment. And they don't want to actually pass things down to the next generation. Like the, shit that, the shit that gets me is like they're sitting there and they're like, you know, there is no way anyone that's a millennial or that, that's, that's younger than them can have a mindset or an idealistic, you know, viewpoint that would be better than theirs unless they're literally signal boosting the same bullshit that they stand for. Like, anything that's even slightly opposing to them, they have a problem. Yep. They're I quick just... to tell... They're, they're quick to tell millennials and whatever how they should be living their lives but then turn around and ask that same people same group of people for advice on to you how to use their smartphone or how does apple pay work or how do I order something offline or how do i work a smart tv what's this computer business they're the first to tell us I used to say they first tell us how to live, but as soon as they need something, they're the first one to bother us. So I mean, like, a lot I of this our... stuff was supposed to be passed on. <clears throat> it was actually supposed to be generational for people of each generation to have built up their legacy and make the world better to, to pass on to the next generation. The problem is, is that the baby boomers never passed on anything. They destroyed it. Leached. They destroyed it, stayed, and then called other, every other generation preceding them useless. It's like, oh, y'all don't work. Like back in my days, I had a house. Like, yeah, when a house is like thirteen hundred dollars, of course you can get a house. We get that you used to be able to trade houses for two chickens and a and an orange, but we can't do that shit. House like, now is like five hundred percent more than house back then. I mean, we can sit here and go back and forth about the actual inflation and uh, mismanagement of our current economy, which is very flawed to begin with. Um, but I feel like the ideology of where I stand amongst us as minorities is simple. Stop blaming poor people for being poor. Stop being mad at trap people for being trapped and acting irrational because of said trap and 
begin reconditioning the environments that we're in. And this just don't go for celebrities because this goes for the person that talks the immense amount of shit every goddamn day. This goes for me. This goes for you. This goes for even if it's something as minor as, you know, telling tell, like telling someone not to throw up a fucking gang sign the way you should like they're doing it. Begin reconditioning the environment. You know, because um, I was having a conversation with a few of my friends and I, you know, with politicians and they pander to the black vote, especially around this time. Um, do us as black people need politicians to get our shit done? No. Will it take longer for us to get to where we need to do without help from the government? And would it probably cause a war if we we're pissed off enough? Yes. And we're not at the point of we need to go to war. We're already in a war, technically, but we're not at the point we need to go to physical war. It's good. Yeah, it's just, it's like, why, it's like, why the fuck do I feel the need to want to commit violence towards my politicians or police officers, whatever the case may be, when all we're doing is asking for basic help to give us basic shit? That's, that's really what we're asking. And it's not a handout. It's for us to really be given the opportunity that we deserve and us to be left the fuck alone. See, and that's what a lot of people aren't understanding. And I really didn't want to get into this the way I am, but it's like, the fuck is the point of complaining about it to a politician? I just feel like, honestly, just... It's a dying art. Huh? It's a dying art. You know, it's just us, you know, we do it little by little for ourselves and then, you know, use that to condition for the generation to come and help us out as well. A lot of people just say, a lot of people do like the give up analogy that they're just going to do certain things and, you know, oh, it's up to the, it's up to you, it's up to the next generation to fix it. No. Everybody here has the power to do this to fix shit now. Everybody here. Why give it why give that responsibility to fucking 16, 17, 18 year old fucking Chuck to fucking fix? That's not their responsibility. They're not even gonna know how. You can't expect someone who's eight I'm sorry, you pushing your agenda to change on an eighteen year old, nineteen year old, twenty year old kid, you look stupid. You're expecting kids to handle shit that they're not prepared for. It's us as adults, whether 27, it's us at 27 or 65 to to guide to guide our country to help them out. That's what this is all about. Passing the torch. They just make it seem like you just got to deal with it. And then getting mad at the people dealing with it when they realize they don't have to deal with it. The problem is and they shouldn't deal with it. Not even getting to pass those torches because those those kids, a good number of them, they're just being snuffed out before they can even reach twenty. There are kids that are literally afraid to go to school. There are kids who are afraid to try to, you know, do something with their lives because what we have been shown as black people is that like they don't give a fuck. You can get killed for sleeping. You can get killed for wearing a hoodie. You can get killed for playing with your friends. You can get killed for doing things legally. You can get killed for just about everything 
that somebody of a white skin would not get killed for. And I'm pretty sure that those kids, they'd say, oh, we need to pass this down to them. They're fucking terrified. They don't know what to do. Yeah, unfortunately, they like they're gonna make it to yeah. tomorrow. They like don't even. Most, they're gonna be able to yeah. make it to their next, their next fucking online class. They don't know if if, if they th- them doing Showtime it will be the last time they ever do Showtime. Even if I hate that shit, but like you know, motherfuckers live these days, and you know, no day, no day is actually, you know, granted. Like you know, you, you can't just assume that you'll live the next day or. You know, your your life won't end whenever. But the actual fear of <clears throat> thinking that your life could end tomorrow over just because you're black, that shit is way more terrifying than the re- regular uncertainty of just randomly dying just for being out in the street. That's more scary than getting hit by a car. That's more scary than being randomly mugged. That's more scary than, you know, a disease. Like most said it best. Like well, don't bring up if your white looks if your black is suspect. Mr. Nigger. Mr. Most have said that the best way possible. End of the day. So it's like that's the shit that needs to change. It's not gonna take a day and I'm fucking annoyed. So you're gonna have to continuously make this conversation. We've been. Oh no, we've been. It's not gonna take a day. It's it's gonna take. It's a long fucking road, and just like there are people who willfully don't want to have this conversation and don't want to do that. That's why they'll sit here and spew this bullshit. Oh, if you follow police orders, this shit wouldn't happen to you. And and oh, this person was a criminal. They'll say anything that will try to make them seem right rather than the actual overlaying issue that (coughs) being treated differently just because they're black and that shit needs to stop. You can't sit here and say all lives matter and you're clearly neglecting the black ones. If black is supposed to be part of all, there should be no argument when you hear black lives matter. All lives matter shouldn't be your argument because Clearly, if black is supposed to be a part of all, you should be standing right there with them and be like, you know what, your life does matter, and let's make sure we can get to the point where black lives matter become all lives matter. But that's not where we're going. It's you guys throwing all lives matter as a barricade rather than the actual, you know, I guess... People say all lives matter to feel included in social causes because they just want to be a victim. Uh, I could care less about whoever wants to give me all lives matter me. But, um, yeah, before we could we spend a next hour repeating ourselves and driving ourselves fucking crazy. Um, Wait, before you before you go into that, because I just remember I didn't get to make one point that I was going to make mm-hmm. about them just saying Black Lives Matter is the terrorist or whatever. The actual original terrorists of the, in the history of America were Columbus and the white people he brought with him to slaughter the natives. Every single original terrorist during the colonization era was a terrorist. Those were the original terrorists. 
And it just blanketed from there to Africa because you went and grabbed slaves. Those were the original terrorists. The founding fathers of this country, terrorists. Everyone in this country is a terrorist. They just want to that. When you did a genocide on land that isn't yours, you're a terrorist. Yep. Genocide to the point that you take away food sources and make them start relying on crap shit as a part of a culture. Yeah. Terrorist. When you gotta re try to rewrite history and try to say that people were invited here and were, t were came here of their own volition when that clearly wasn't the case, you might be a terrorist. Your ancestors might have been terrorists. Ain't nobody willfully come to America to be put in chains and shackles and be treated as subhuman. They were forced by terrorists. <clears throat> so, uh, something for you to put in your pipe and uh, smoke on. Next time you decide you want to say, oh, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. America was built by terrorists. American terrorist. Well. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, that was a that was a little spicy. Um, to keep the matters on um to what we were originally talking about because we kind of already touched on what Joe wanted to talk about with the election and shit like that and what came back was Sony and shit. Oh, hold on, sorry. Ugh. Just a lot. It's annoyed. It's like <laughs> starting getting a fucking headache. Oh, man. What the... I'm sorry. What the fuck else was going <laughs> to... So we had... Um... I know y'all wanted to talk about the bubble... We do want to talk about you guys wanted the the flame uh, Resident Evil Hunter too. Wow, I forgot. We okay, that. we need Daquan for that because we don't need Daquan for that. We can we can always add Daquan after after the fact. True. Nah, I just I, I, I want to see that. I want to see that whole. You want to see Daquan? I want to see that discussion live because. Jesus, he gonna rip crazy. that shit a new asshole. So yeah. I'm still watching it. I, I'm definitely still I'm watching giving it. The venom treatment. I'm giving the venom level of, of of skepticism before I go and see it. If I go and see it, because I don't even play the fucking games. Here's the thing. With venom, venom was actually good. Venom. We we definitely thought venom was going. Venom was going to be ass. Like nah, venom was actually good. So I own up to that. My man got on plaid pants. He, he was like, so that's what we just, just that? And my man got like Grove shit was Street, the Grove Street pajamas on. <laughs> my pajamas alone. Like, my computer almost, my computer almost fell. Leave me alone. Nigga about to get a fucking Snuggie. And drink some hot cocoa. Nigga went to Cluckin' Bell. Mmm. <laughs> oh, man. It's. It's that nice fall weather. Get snuggled up in your snuggie. Let to me get nice to number nine. Cider. Number six. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> number six with extra dip. <laughs> number five. One with cheese and a large soda. <laughs> get done. 
Ah, you fuck the train, nigga. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Shut up, smoke. Anyway. Oh my goodness, I gotta get a lineup. I've not done that in much. Like seeing you say that with just like you frozen, it's like I'm looking at it, I'm like, ah, oh, it's not too bad, but like Nah, I need a lineup. You need a lineup over there. Struggling. He ain't even frozen on my screen. It's just his profile picture on Skype. Mm. Just terrible. Yeah, I don't I don't really know what's going on there. You should buy an Ethernet cord. You should buy Cool. <laughs> I mean, if that helps. That's how I'm running mine. I mean, I'm running mine still Wi-Fi, but it's not too... Uh, it's not too bad. <clears throat> yeah. Um, nobody, nobody using Spectrum here, right? Don't get me started on that fucking meme, bro. <laughs> Do not get me started on that all fucking the, meme, bro. All the fucking wires. What's the... <laughs> Yo, that was the most accurate... <laughs> that was the most accurate shit I've... Whoever did that deserves a fucking award, bro. They deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, Actually, you know, you know who deserves a Nobel Peace Prize? To actually talk about it now, Roger Goodell, because he decided to have football. Football is immaculate this year with so many fucking injuries and the death of Josh Norman. R.I.P. Josh Norman. Um, Josh Norman, former star cornerback for... The Carolina Panthers was he on? Panthers. I told when he was. I told him when he was good. He was good on the Panthers, right? Until he, he, got, no, until he got yoked up by Cam Newton and oh. Odell Beckham. Quick fake sponsor break. This shit is crack. <laughs> Yo, the funniest shit about that is I had that before. <clears throat> like it, when I first took a sip, I'm like, "Yo, this shit tastes like regular ginger ale," and then it just sla- the ginger slaps you. Like, they got that bold and fucking thick-ass font. Just to yeah, let you know how the ginger it's coming at you. It's ginger ale. It's a, oh, you want ginger, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. Cleanse your palate, bitch-ass nigga. Josh Norman. You give your tongue a black eye. <laughs> Josh Norman is, you know, alive and well. Is a dot, is dead. But... The New York Giants are a game out of first place. What the fuck did you just say? The New York Giants are a game out of first place. Do you know what's the Giants record? Nigga, don't don't say that. The Giants record is one in five. The Giants are one in five, and they're a game behind. They're a game out of first place. They're in third in the division, but a game out of first place. Yep. If the Cowboys lose and the and Giants the beat the Eagles on Thursday, first place. The Giants will be in first place of the NFC East. That's how bad 
the NFC is East is right now. It is probably the worst division of all time. No, no. What do you mean probably? It, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I didn't even realize how bad so, the NFC East was once my so, brother told me, why are we winning? We're officially in the running for the playoffs now. And I'm like, the fuck is you talking about? And then I see the standings. So, so you mean to tell me right now that if the Knicks somehow made a football team, they could go to the playoffs of the NFL because the East is that shitty. That shitty. Yep. Because the Washington football team is winless. Garbage. They, and then, don't get me started. I don't even want to hear about that. They had then, so many offers for an actual name. I don't even want to hear about them. And they then the Eagles, and then Lamar Jackson just dismantled the Eagles defense last fucking like Sunday this past or Monday night. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you. another ring. Huh? Casey's getting another ring. Now, I'm going to tell you he's getting another ring. The Dallas Cowboys. Because that game against Arizona was just a beautiful display. Ass whooping. Kyler Murray. We got got that L hot and fresh for you. That shit. Like. I watched Chisels Adonis fucking um, commentary. When this motherfucker played the fucking Crimea River off Dallas Cowboy fans being oh. in utter despair because their team was getting their ass beat. Some dude punched his fucking TV and then shot the shit after punching his fucking TV. That is, I'm just like, I'm like, yo, bro, you don't know your team's trash, bro? Why are you so oh, mad? <clears throat> Like, about I was arguing, I was talking to my boy about it. He goes like, oh, your Giants suck. I'm like, Giants, the Giants fans knew Giants were going to suck before the season started. I don't understand where you thought this was. I don't, like, we knew, we know this. We we, we knew this. We're accepting of it. We just want to see some good plays. We don't even got Saquon anymore. We're, we're just relaxing right now. You know, it's like protecting the tank. Remember last year when I said protect the tank? Giants didn't protect the tank. Maybe this year. Hey, hey, <clears throat> hey. Protect the tank. You know that's Think not going to happen. Think of it as Overwatch. It's the, it's the NFC East. It's the NFC East. Protect, protect the You're tank. asking for too much. Protect the tank. You know, it's like... When I was yelling at my TV during the Super Bowl, when I was looking at Kyle Shanahan, when he didn't want to run the football, but you know, you <sighs> you protect the tank. Wow, so amazing! Protect the tank. Speaking, like I said, Casey's getting another ring. New England getting another ring. They about like Ooh. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's literally going to snuff Roger Cadell. Just take the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> Hoodie and everything. Um, actually, no. The Houston Texans is getting a ring. Who? The Texans. Who? <laughs> that other team. The who? Get the Texans. What? They getting what? The Longhorns. Texans. What? In what league are they getting the ring? 
DraftKings. Ultimately, Madden Ultimate League. DraftKings. Sounds about like that, but <clears throat> like that whole coaching staff need to be gone. Like they got rid of Bill O'Brien. Fucking riddance. They should have got rid of Bill O'Brien after they got after he got rid of their best player. They was like, you know, Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, we're gonna trade you to the one team that's gonna do really good with that defense. Yeah, we're, we're gonna take you to Seattle. Right? Yeah, no, we're gonna, we're gonna let you go to Tennessee. We're gonna let you go. Go to Tennessee. I'm gonna say this right now. I love Patrick Mahomes and I love Derrick Henry, but Russell Wilson probably has this fucking MVP in the back. Oh yeah, hands down. Your man's first drop pass after going like 17 for 17 was a 60-yard touchdown pass that DK Metcalf forgot to to bring down initially. That's fucking ridiculous, bro. Russell Wilson has been d- disgusting. Like, utterly disgusting. You know who's been hot garbage? You know who's been hot garbage? garbage. ATL's finest, Matt Ryan. Listen. Mr. March 28th. I want to blame Atlanta. But it's not Atlanta's It's not Matt Ryan. I want to blame Matt Ryan, but it's not, not Matt Ryan's fault. Who else is looking hot garbage this year? Matt Ryan is old. So he suffers from the same shit Eli be suffering from times. He wants to put the team on his back the way that he's used to putting the team on his back. And he just can't do that, bro. Yeah. You know who's really doing really good at a QB? Um... This motherfucker from the Bills? Josh, I'm not talking about him, though, but yes, he's one. Ryan Tannehill. Let that sink in. Ryan Tannehill. Yo, what was up with this dude that took over for Dak Prescott? Andy Dalton, a.k.a. fucking Apollo from fucking Smite. Son, down. I heard got like fucking destroyed and was crying on the sideline. Well, Dak Prescott was crying on the sideline because he got one of those Gordon Haywood injuries. Like he was crying. Like I heard, they ain't give that man his due. Like he did a lot, and they just still just did not like him. Um, I'm gonna break it down to you real quick. Um. Jerry Jones just doesn't want to play Dak Prescott, even though Dak Prescott single-handedly has produced for that team in the quarterback position better than what Romo's ever done. Well, yeah, Romo sucked. No, Romo didn't suck. I won't say Romo sucks. Romo was a good quarterback. Romo had moves that... I won't say Romo... Romo had the title of being Forrest Gump before Eli officially took it. That's offensive. Eli was always for his gun. Like, like, Tony Romo never had the perfect team. The Cowboys was always, as accurately quoted, have been the accident waiting to happen. 
Like, no, like that's like literally what Romo will happen. Dak, Pre- I seen Dak Prescott play. I see Dak Prescott play in crunch time. Dak Prescott is a good player enough to be the star quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. He can do that. Um, I'm gonna have to take this call. This work, so I'm gonna turn off my camera. It ain't on. I mean, yeah, like <laughs> it, it never was. Like I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> um, but while he's doing that, um, Prescott is a great quarterback. Like I'll give him that. And he didn't want to, he was holding out because, yo, pay him what he's worth. Ezekiel Elliott, their running back. Great running back. I fucking hate the Dallas Cowboys, but you give credit where credit's due. These are their top players. You play your top players what they are worth. And they did. I mean, they didn't for Dak Prescott. They did for Ezekiel, but they didn't for, they didn't for Prescott. And so he's basically un- Batista right now. They gave him a franchise. What? They gave... They gave him a franchise tag, which is bullshit money, not even guaranteed. And now that he's basically out for the rest of the year, he can't, like, he can't make, like, there's hardly any way for them to really pay him money unless Jerry Jones is just going to miraculously pay him money at the end of the year to be like, you know what, we want you to be our star quarterback. I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to get rid of Dak Prescott and try to fish for another team. But Dak Prescott has put them in a position to win numerous times. And it's fucked up because you just, you he deserved to get what he's owed. And you can't say Dak Prescott's injury prone or Dak, Dak Prescott ain't producing you a ring when you had Tony Romo and fucking Garrett produce you no rings within the 30 seasons that Garrett was your fucking head coach and it's you know it's just disheartening I don't want to say it's because he's black um I hope it's not because he's black but it it kind of looks that way a little bit you could like you had motherfuckers that didn't produce shit for you same shit happened with Bryant same shit happened with um um, Des Bryant, one of their best fucking, one of their best receivers at the time. Um, you know, it, 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 it's something's got to give. Where he, he's demanding his contract. Like, Jerry Jones is used to blowing fucking money. You signed, you re-signed old-ass Jason fucking Witten. But you're not going to give Dak Prescott what he owes? What he's due? Fuck that shit, bro. Fuck all that. That is, it's just, it's very fucking sad. Well, but what's hopeful is that, like, maybe there'll be another team that'll take notice to that, pick him up, and give him what he's owed. Or they'll be, like, on the books, on the tables, trying to get him. I'm trying to think what team would be good for Dak Prescott. Um, Mind you, I haven't been watching football since, like, Kaepernick. Like, that's how long I haven't, like, been actively watching. Like, I've seen... Matter of fact, no. Since the last time Denver won. Yeah. Yeah. So, I haven't been actively watching since then. So, I'll say this. Like, well, and this, is just, this is just off the top of my head. I might be just shot in the dark here. Do you think Prescott would be good on, like, the Dolphins? No, because they got their star quarterback. They, like, Ryan Mitz... Wow, I was going to say the shout-out to Chis... Shout-out to Chisel Adonis. I'm, like, two seconds away from just stealing his whole shit. Um, I'm back. Chis- um, Ryan 
Fitzpatrick was playing. He wasn't playing the best. He was playing good, but they oh, got he got benched by Tua. Well, they that's he who got, they're trying to put as their dish. Huh? He got benched by a pasta dish. Like they got Tua, and Tua is going to start. Yeah, and Ryan Fitzpatrick feels feels hurt. I mean, I'm like, I did not do with mine. Was like, I you have been inconsistent your whole career. Like, you shouldn't be surprised by that. What the that fuck? Has been. All right, a person I want to know, and it's scary to me to see him play this horrible, even though it's not even too bad. Drew Brees. Yeah. Drew, Niggas, yeah. Drew Brees said, I can't disrespect the flag, and now you getting your ass whooped. Yeah. yeah. He'd be fine, though. But you know who they need to put in? Since now, since now, you know, Drew Brees is slipping. That means he should be retiring soon. That means you got Captain 30 for 30 himself, Jameis Winston, coming off the bench. Wait a minute. He's on the Saints? He's on the Saints, bro. When? I didn't even know until I think I see last week's game and I see them on the sidelines. I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. They really like, they're like, fuck this thing. And like, we gotta go. Captain 30 for 30 himself. For those of you who don't, that don't know that saying, our Lord and Savior, Jameis Winston, had 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in a single fucking season. Phenomenal fucking numbers. I think oh. he actually led the league in passing last year. He was top. He was, he was definitely, definitely top five top in like every statistical category except for fucking quarterback reading. Oh my goodness! Like James, James Winston, like the spin it, the spinning image of Brett Favre. I'm gonna just throw it like and and like I'm told my friend like I was talking to my friend and my brother about it and I'm just like. That's entertaining to watch to me. He was like, yeah, but not that's when your team, he's not that good of a quarterback. I'm like, nah, fam. You know who's I- doing really good? Oh. Teddy Bridgewater. What team he's on now? I think Teddy. I got you. Huh? He's on Carolina. Bridgewater? Shit. Yeah, he's doing actually pretty good. Bridgewater doing good. Brady looking like... A old fucking it's fucking hilarious. It, it's bad because they got Gronk playing for the Bucks again. Yeah, you heard me correctly. I said Gronkowski is playing for Bucks, and he's on the Bucks. The problem with the Bucks is their old their offensive their O line and their offensive coordinator just ass yo. And, and they have no quarter. They have no receivers that they know how to. Receivers. They got. They got, they got good All receivers. They know how to run far, but they don't know how to do short, short routes, and slant options. That's why they Grunk like, gets the poor a lot, and it's just like protect. Brady. You do like, realize Brady's game is the short to mid range game. It's like look at it from. You're playing basketball and you're Carmelo Anthony, mid range. You're not beating. You're not beating Melo in mid range. So make sure Melo gets mid range. But speaking about bubble stuff, um, the Titans about to get a hefty fine. 
They may lose draft picks. No, nah, they're not going to lose draft picks. They are not losing draft picks. Not I just know that they're getting fined very heavy. Yeah, they're getting fined heavy because of everything that happened. They're not um, getting. Um, they're not losing draft picks or anything really suspension wise. Um, yeah, that's about it. And the Raiders whole old line got sent home. Started old line got sent home. I mean, like the whole old line got are being like. Like God damn it! Like they started off pretty decent too. They're like what three? They're like three and two or like yeah. four and one. Like Raiders are doing good. They beat KC. Like I'm mad that like as soon as Kansas City lost, they started fucking playing. Um, the whole it's Mahomes doing too much. No, nigga, they they just fucking lost. Leave him alone. Shut up. It's not even that big of a deal, bro. They lost a game. They get, like they get in another ring. Um, are they, they getting another ring? Yeah, you because think they're being Seattle. The options that they got, they got more options on on offense than I, Seattle. I just, I, 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 to be honest, I didn't see that Seattle def. I didn't see that Kansas City defense give up plays that they shouldn't be giving up. All you need to True. do is give DK Metcalf one or two plays that fuck up like that. True. Now you make a good point, but I don't know, Casey, man. Seattle's looking now because they got Le'Veon uh, Bell starting in week. Oh eight. yeah, and Seattle's thinking about getting um AB. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, like that's gonna be real shaky if Carroll can get. Antonio Brown and Antonio Brown doesn't fuck that up. They're winning the Super Bowl hit very easily. Yeah, because I I don't care what his antics are off the field. Antonio Brown on the field is the best wide receiver in football. It, yep. There's no disputing. Mike and, Thompson and, might get cut, huh? Mike Thompson from the Saints might get cut because he just punch niggas in practice. Oh, um, oh Thomas, yeah, he be alright. The Saints need everybody. They ain't nobody. The Saints need anybody. I don't know. Like, I don't know, cause like it, it was like some serious shit that he, he punched someone, and then he and he about to script with Sean Payton. Like, bro, you doing too much. <laughs> like, the Saints need everybody they can have. They, they ain't cutting him unless they have someone in the wings waiting. Yeah, um, I know. They're finally discussing how bad of a quarterback Baker May Baker Mayfield is. I've done. Oh my goodness, that Pittsburgh game. Oh, forgot Pittsburgh undefeated too. That's the only undefeated team, and Seattle. Fuck, fuck! Don't let Ben the break. But look, at least the NBA is doing their bubble bay better. Um, yes, to actually get on that now, while this nigga is just judging us and prosecuting, um, the NBA did better with their bubble. Shout out to Adam Silver. He, that bubble was fucking immaculate. That bubble, the way they organized it, the way they orchestrated it, I have to say that bubble was pretty entertaining to watch. Um, I feel bad for the Phoenix Suns. They won all their games and still got eliminated. Um, 
It's just the Blazers had a better record. That's literally what it yeah, was. That, yeah. And, um, shout out to the Lakers for winning. I done I'm glad they won for Kobe's sake, but Miami could have beaten that team. If, if Drogic and Bam didn't get injured the first game and they was healthy the whole series, they could have taken them to seven. Um, I just um, think they need another big man, to be honest. No, I mean, this series should have ended when Homeboy was open at the three-point line and missed, and then they did that dumb shit. That series yeah. shouldn't even have went on as long as and it the did. Jersey. The Mamba jersey, man. He, Danny Green, I'm like, bro. Like, Yo, Danny Green is the greatest basketball player of all time, bro. Like, I know you're trolling, but still shut up. I, that's yeah. the greatest, he's the greatest basketball player of all time. That open three. It's like, there's no better setup. There's no, I don't care if you won the next game and you're an NBA champion, cool. But, like, you got to dress what you get paid for. And it's I can understand if the shit would have won a way in it. Basketball player, huh? Carlton's a way better basketball player. I can understand if the shit went in and out, or maybe just slightly off. I get that, but like, yo, that shit hit the front of the rim, bro. That should have been it. I that was shit like, was a brick, <laughs> wide open. The amount of space that man had, bro. I'm just waiting on a free agency to kick in. Cause I need to see. Who's going where? Um, I need to see what the Warriors are going to do with their second draft pick. I believe they should trade it because they have a win now team. I do think that um, what I feel like what should happen is um, Minnesota needed Minnesota should draft James Wiseman for the number one pick. What I think because also they don't need. Either guards that's projected to be the top pick. They don't need either guards. Also, because I have not been watching basketball either. What the fuck happened to Golden State this season? Oh, they was ass. Reality setting. You don't have Kevin Durant. Klay Thompson is injured. Draymond is injured. And then Steph got injured like in the beginning of the season. Oh, okay. He almost shattered his hand. So basically, they became the Golden State Knicks. Got it. Yeah, yeah. No, reality said it. Like that's that's literally what happened to Golden State, and and they um, really try to and like they really try to make things work with D'Angelo Russell, which I knew wasn't gonna work. It was like I feel bad for Russell because he really tried. He tried though. It was like he wasn't gonna fit in that situation unless you made Steph play the two. He knew they should have made him. Which they weren't gonna let him do. See, he should have never gave see. This one never gave up Iggy Dollar. Nah, he um he signed with Memphis on free agent. That's what I'm saying. This should never they should never they should have never let Iggy Dollar go. Yeah. And I was telling my coworker, like, Miami's gonna be a problem team in the East. You see who they just picked up? I know Miami's I gonna be a problem. I literally said I didn't think we were going this far, though. Them yeah. going this far was like, because I'm like. In Butler. Butler knows how to lead a team of a newer generation. That's and I what like a lot that. of people don't understand. And I then said it before. I then said it again. The 76ers have been overrated because they don't have real leadership over there. 
Let's not talk. Uh, this is what I say about the Sixers. I stay by this statement. If the Sixers would have gave Jaleel Okafor the same patience that they did with Embiid, Jaleel Okafor would have been much better center. I stand by that. Do you think the uh, Lakers is going to get Chris Paul? No. 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 I've and it's not even because the Lakers I've don't seen wanna... an article about it, so I felt like asking about it. Do you um, even think he would even be a good fit in L.A.? He'll be a phenomenal fit in L.A. He'll um, be a good fit because him and LeBron are like – him and LeBron like the pass, and banana. Chris Paul take some of the scoring uh, off of him. And Chris Paul be really great for Antonio Davis. But I think Antonio no one's going to take up that contract because the Clippers gave him like a freaking he, – he's making $40 million Greatest, Greatest team ever. Talking about the great choke artist. Load management, <clears throat> baby. Load management game. Oh, but first, it's like first off, first off – even though I like Kawhi Leonard as a basketball player, I hope that I hope that Clippers team get bounced out the first round. I fucking told. I fucking told people. Load management in the beginning of a season with a whole new team that needs to know how to work together to build chemistry is fucking moronic. I yeah, told people that. I fucking told people that. I knew they was like they weren't gonna. I fucking told was, they shouldn't be in Denver. They shouldn't have beaten who? The Clippers should have beaten Denver. They should have beaten Denver. But you know what happened? Load management, nigga. Then you had the greatest basketball playoff performance by Pandemic P. Phenomenal numbers, bro. Like I said, Mike D'Antoni is going to make Joel Embiid's going to get traded because he's too tall. Ben Simmons is going to get traded because he's too tall and can't shoot threes. Wait, 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 wait. Mike D'Antoni is on the Sixers? I believe so. No, no. No, no, sorry. No. Well, my bad. No, he's not with the Sixers. No, no it's Doc Rivers. No. no. It's Doc Rivers. Even so. I mean, Doc Rivers getting fired was so fucked up because that <laughs> that was not his fault. That was not Yo, his fault. That RDC skit was was on point. Like that's not like, yo, I'm gonna get fired because of y'all. Like, that's that's like I no, but he was like it's, it's, it's not even that it was like you was overdue with being fired. That's literally what was part of it too. He was overdue with being fired. And I was like, nah. This 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 is one this is one too many L's you took. We're not doing this no more. You got to go. You got to go. No, nah, but he got to go. I hopefully they do something good because of Dave Yag is a really good coach. Who? And he's done assistant in Philly. So I guess that could actually work really well. I mean, here's the thing. I know um, with certain coaches, they can actually – I think – like someone, I don't like. I'm confused of why the Pelicans got Stan Van Gundy and not Philly. I think Philly getting Stan Van Gundy works way better. Yeah. Um, I think because that works Stan way Van better Gundy for what the fuck he likes to coach. 
compared to other teams. Um, Steve Nash. Well, I, I do like it though, because like Stan Van Gundy actually did help Dwight and Howard become the player he was when he first started. Oh, he yes. You fucking big, you fucking goof, fucking be a big man. What happened to that combo? He won a he ring. Got a ring. With who? The Lakers. The Lakers. <laughs> Off the bench. Wait, Actually, he no, won that t- wait, 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 when? This year. He won. This, this year. year. Wait, he, he has a whole that team. <laughs> huh? White Howard. He was, team. he was on that team. Ron Jar was on that That's team. Well, Rajon made history. He got, got a ring with Lakers and the Celtics. I hear his name. I didn't even hear Shannon talk about. <laughs> he no, he produced yep. his numbers, but quietly. He, he produced. He did his job. He was, he I didn't even know he was, he was on impactful. the league. Yeah, he was on the Wizards before. He went to he was the Wizards prior. He was on the Hawks. Watching. And Which he did really good on the Hawks. He was just being mad on L.A. I That's still heard about him. I didn't hear or see a single post in regards to him about anything. I didn't even know he was still on the Lakers. Nah, well, he left the Lakers one to... So he left and just conveniently came back at the right time. Because they picked him up. Yeah, they picked him up. They because, him. um... Well, you know what? Good for him. He needed. He was on the Wizards. He was on the Wizards the season before. He was on the Wizards. He was on um, Atlanta. He was on the Rockets. Rockets. The Lakers prior before he got traded from Orlando. He did he play with Detroit as well? No. I don't know. I don't know for him, man. He got a ring. Nah, he yeah, man. Like he 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 had he made some impactful plays. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he, he played yeah. this role. He he was basically like what a Rick Fox or a Robert Ory. Neither. Stop. We're not doing that. Rick Fox and Robert Ory like hit clutch shots. Um, he was more of a Horace Grant without the stats. No, Horace Grant is pretty accurate. I said without the stats. No, like no, even no with the stats. Like Horace Grant, is, he, like, he, was, he, he was he was a big dude going. Hold on, let's hold on. Hold on, we got Google here. He was let's a see. big doofy Bruce Bowen. That was the White Howard this playoff. He made defensive plays. Did you call him Bruce Bowen? Did you call him? Yes, I went there. Yes. You know I'm damn well I'm right. I'm you know damn well I'm right. Um, Even though he's not defensively better than Bruce Bowen, but he made defensive plays. You know what? We're not calling Bruce Bowen. He was a more calm, impactful Ron Artest without the anger. There, there'll be another fucking Ron Artest. What you talking about? Listen, there ain't never going to be another Ron Artest. They just ain't. That man got away with fighting everyone. No, he didn't. He got suspended for a season. Wait, wait. First off, my man, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't want to. Know. He made his name though, and then came back with the with a terrible ass name. 
and, and, and then dropped his numbers. So I can never. They weren't, they, weren't they weren't great numbers, but he dropped his numbers <laughs> and he did what he needed to do. It's not. I mean, he got that because he. It's you know, it's deep. It's a deep story with him and his daughter of why he changed his name to that. So I won't make fun of him for yeah. how he changed his name, but he had probably he did the what he needed to do. He did probably the greatest post championship speech I've ever heard in my life. This motherfucker from <laughs> Queensbridge Projects, oh my when goodness. he was on national television, you just won the NBA Finals. Hey yo, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my hood, Queensbridge. What up? Yeah, it's feel good being a champion on the block. Oh, look at the fuck is what the fuck? He got um, he had one or two of the Lakers. It doesn't matter. That fucking post game speech is one of the greatest fucking shits I've ever seen in my life, yo. Like, first off, I want to give a shout out to my hood. Nothing tops the ice in that Kwame Brown has to with the Lakers. Kwame Brown got a ring? Yeah. Kwame Brown does not have a ring. Kwame Brown has a ring with the Lakers. 2000. Wait, hold on, no, no. Nope, nope. I'm refusing to believe that. 20. You can look that up. I'm going Kwame. to. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look that up. Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, I miss you. Shannon Brown. On the Lakers squad, Jordan Farmer. You want to say, say it, nigga, say it. Jordan Farmer. Matt Barnes punching bag. Matt Barnes was a punch my baby mama nigger nigger. Shannon Brown, Kobe Bryant, Sasha Vujacek, Ron Artest, Adam Morrison, Luke Walton. Luke Walton? Yep. He got Luke Walton has two. Lamar Ordom, Josh Powell, Paul Gasor, Andrew Bowell, and DJ Mbega. I do not see that. Fucking bum. Kwame Brown has a ring. Look up. Kwame Brown has a ring with the Lakers. No, he don't. No, the fuck he don't. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. They're going. No. Mm -mm. Nope. And he's still playing. Kwame Brown has a Nope, I'm not doing this. Mm -mm. No, no, no. NBA career. Washington Wizards. Lakers. Grizzlies, Pistons, Bobcats, Golden State Warriors. Nope. He does not have... He does not have a ring 
He has a ring, I know. He does not have a ring. He does not have a ring? He does not have a ring? Nope. He does not have a ring. We're not doing this. NBA titles. None. Don't play with me. Fucking bona fide fucking scrub. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking tight. I would have had a fucking heart attack. There. <laughs> they would have gave that man a fucking ring, bro. No. Oh my god. Um but yeah, um overall I feel like the like in terms of all sports football base baseball was pretty good too. Um but baseball is baseball. Football, basketball, hockey. I feel like basketball had shout it out, the best. Shout out to Colorado. Colorado who? Just the state. They had the best crowd. Ever. Oh, for their football game, they decided to put as the cardboard cutout South Park characters. Oh, yeah. They, they lost that game, but, you know. It don't matter to me. I wouldn't expect them to win. I do think that's very creative, and it works. I love it. Like, might as well have fun. Um, You have to bump. Oh, yeah. But um, out of all the other fucking teams... To really have a like a season start and continue and shit like that, basketball really went by the smoothest. You know, you had your little instances with certain players, but that was mostly before um, the season really took effect and went underway. But yeah, man. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, like hockey was done. I was like, hockey had a whole playoff for everything, and then baseball season was really short. And the Dodgers yeah. are in the World Series. The Dodgers won Game One. The Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw. So it's the Sean's let, let's, who? Sean's team is now the Yankees, according to Sean. That's probably the reason why the Yankees haven't won. So who were they playing against? Who, the Yankees? Who no, the they Yankees? play against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yankees no, the Yankees ain't Tampa Bay Rays are in the World Series. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. The Yankees lost, um, lost against the Rays, four. and I'm blaming Sean for that. And cause it's surprising when then when um when LA makes it to the World Series after Sean becomes a fan, Sean stops being a fan. They look good. Fucking Mookie Betts, boy. It'd be like that, like yo, like just stop stop, stop hopping the teams. Cause the year they lost. See? Oh my goodness! We, we need to we need to interrogate Sean sooner or later. No, like you, you not go to baseball games. Just don't watch baseball no more. Stop watching baseball. Stop watching baseball. 
causing my team to lose. Uh, nah. You should have beaten Tampa Bay. I don't know how they lost that. I'm gonna tell you what happened. Um, game five. Um, we got our ace pitcher Cole. Um, he was pitching a phenomenal game. Um, we decided to take him out in the sixth inning. Um, and then in the seventh inning, they decided to hit a home run because our quote unquote closer decided to throw four consecutive fastballs in a fucking row. Um, so that happened. And then we lost two to one. That's what happened. Doesn't need to get into any more detail, but that's what happened. Yankees have a very bad problem of, oh, we already won this game. We're not going to throw in our other aces in the bullpen when the Rays had their first and their second pitcher in the mound just in case their current pitcher fucked up. So, yeah, you know, Yankee shit. But enough about that. Uh, enough about that. Um, I'm waiting for free agency. I need to see. I need to see the Warriors trade their second draft pick to Indiana. I need to see what they're doing in Philly. I need to see the Knicks break my heart again. I need to re. <laughs> <sighs> So, speaking of baseball, Nickable. Because we we we're gonna talk about the Knicks and all that no more. You guys are just talking about baseball. Speaking of baseball, right? <coughs> are you guys excited for David Ortiz versus Booker T? I can't wait. What? <laughs> Hold up! Shut up! What? Shut up! What? Don't shut up! What? Shut up! Down the gauntlet to fight Booker T. Shut up! Shut up! Uh, Booker T should catch with the bucket of the Yankee fight five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Booker T. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna watch that. If I have to watch that. If this happens, I'm gonna watch that. I'm going to be I'm glued to my TV set. I can't wait. I'm going to watch that. And I don't know if it was a shoot or if it was a work, but Book was selling it like David Ortiz literally just insulted his family. He was mad. And as Booker liked to say, it was, it was about to be owned like a steaming pot of neck bones. I can't wait. To see if this happens, I can't wait. I hate you uh, for bringing that up. Oh, I you had, told me that you I brought had, this up to me over the phone. No, I didn't. I'm not that. If that happens, you, you called me. 
I didn't bring it up to you. You called me. I still found out through you. I didn't, I didn't directly bring that up to you. You called me and inquired more about a post. Ain't nobody tell you to follow up. That's what, that's what happened when you fucking curious. Fucking David Ortiz against Booker T. My man the book in. He can, he can do a spinner rooney off a Boston Red Sox jersey and then drop him onto a Yankee jersey. That should be comedy home. He's going to wear a Yankee jersey and be like he's repping the Harlem Heat again. I, I don't need... Um, speaking of wrestling, um, Joe, I want to know your opinion about um, a certain initiative that WWE is doing with their wrestlers, you know, trying to take their likeness and anything that use their name and like Twitch or another ship, they can use that money. Um, how do you feel about certain WWE artists that are going to push for a union? Because I know Paige and I think Zelina Vega are pushing for a union. It matters not to me. Um, the issue where it lies in is that they're actually independent contractors. And basically what Vince is trying to do to them is pretty much take away forms of payment that have <laughs> nothing to do with world wrestling entertainment or wrestling for that matter. A lot of them aren't even going by their in-ring names on these uh, other forms of media. Like, look at Xavier Woods. No one calls him Xavier Woods on YouTube, on Twitch. They call him Austin. They call him Creed because Austin Creed was the name that he was with before coming to WWE where they rebranded him as Xavier Woods. Um, Paige is going under... I think Paige is using her WWE name, but she was going to change it to her actual name. And I no, I just she used it as... Um, or Twitch is her actual name. Yeah, and, some, I don't, and I don't I don't follow Selena closely enough to know what she, what she might be doing, like if she's on Twitch or not. She, I know she cosplays a lot, and like she's good at it. Like She real. has a, um, only, a cosplay OnlyFans, and she has a separate page on that as well. Okay, so I find it asinine because I don't really know what a WWE contract looks like, but I know that they have a no-compete clause where WWE can generally stop you from wrestling. I think they just have to pay you a little bit, but they can literally stop you from wrestling and getting your name out there for until that contract expires. That's why wrestlers like like the Revival, who are now known as FTR and AEW, were begging for their release at least once a month. It's why it's why Zack Ryder went to AEW. It's why the Kurt goat. Hawkins went to AEW. It's why Heath is an impact. These guys are out there doing what they couldn't do within WWE because they just didn't have the freedom to do it. And now it's like Vince is trying to take more liberties from the people who are in WWE with this whole initiative 
And I just see it driving a bigger wedge into WWE where it's like the superstars are eventually going to just revolt. And yeah, they're getting nice money with WWE, but they could probably just wrestle elsewhere and still keep their Twitch and still just be okay yeah. with like yeah. income. And like I could understand if like I will understand maybe ten percent more if this initiative wasn't in the middle of a fucking COVID a pandemic. It's <clears throat> like for instance when you're getting mad that um Rusev is doing Twitch and shit like that, you fired him. You let him go, bro. Like And his name was Miro on there. It wasn't like he was like, Hey, I'm Rusev. He wasn't saying Rusev gay. Nothing of the sort. And it's like it's just not and a fair. lot of people a lot of people are like, you know, saying that the reason why R- Lana is the new Ryback is it's punishment. Is punishment for her for, for Miro. And I'm like, no, I just think that they're doing it just to do it because at this point she done went through that announcer's table so many times that Nia Jax might as well be the shield doing a triple power bomb. Damn it. Sorry. Oh my like, goodness. Like, people forgot all about the fact that Ryback used to get thrown through a fucking table almost every live taping oh, by the fucking goodness. Shield for, like, weeks on end. She went to a table this week, Lana. She went to a table for four weeks straight. Like, I'm like, same table. Jax literally just shows up and puts her through a table. Like, literally just standing like... Bubba Ray Dudley. Like, the same way, like, um, The Fiend just showed up, you just see fucking... Uh, Fucking Jax just show up looking at the table like, you know why I'm here. Get get your, Lana, get your ass over here. Come through this fucking table. Unless like, it, to be honest, um, I was also thinking, what if her going through tables and taking the taking this abuse, it's her trying to like prove her worth in some ways. I wouldn't mind it. I do mind it with with Mia Jax because I mean Nia Jax because. She does have a tendency of injuring people, but for her to go through a table four weeks in a row because she was like, yo, I can take my bumps, I can do X, Y, and Z, whatever the case may be, then I'll commend Lana for that. Um, I have a problem with that. Uh, I mean... Like, I don't... They better... What, what I hope they don't do is put the championship on Lana because she has to fight Asuka at Hell in a Cell. And I think that's going to be the only top title that's not being defended inside the structure. Which, I uh, uh, unfortunately, makes the Raw Women's Championship a far less valuable prize than the SmackDown Women's Championship. Because that has a story attached to it and is getting defended inside Hell in a Cell. There's going to be three Cell matches so far. There's the... The two men's top titles, um, Bailey and Sasha. That's it, right? Bailey and Banks, McIntyre and Orton, and Uso and Reigns. In a you will call me your goddamn tribal chief match, or I'm gonna fucking break your neck. I ain't gonna lie, I'm really liking that segment. I'm invested in that. So funny, fun fact: your man. That was supposed to be a one-off. They were not supposed to go to this next match. But Wait, they're gonna have Roman bully him again through another table? It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a bullying match. I don't. I hope it's not a squash match. Let them wrestle. Let them wrestle this time. Oh yeah. Oh, um, Reigns beat Braun Strowman the same way he beat Uso. He punched him in a dick when he kicked out. 
So and that's then, your work. And, and, and then he choked, and then he choked Strowman out. The funniest shit when when um when Uso came in and said, "You, I love you." And so you love me? You love me? I love you too, bro. And just starts wailing away with that chair. Beat the shit out of him Love with that Beautiful chair. Beautiful segments. Beautiful segments. Um, I don't know like how the match is gonna be because I know um Jay's um grandfather died. And uh, I don't know how like they're gonna play that or I'm pretty sure Jay's might just gonna take a little break as well, especially given the situation. Um, because I'm remember- in and watching because this is leading to the buildup of Biggie. Which talking about you think it's going to be Biggie? I'm gonna break it down to you. You think they are they are apparently, and this is rumors. They're apparently separating Biggie from the New Day music and attire now that he's not with Woods and Kingston, even though they said. You know, we got we're on Raw, Biggie's on SmackDown. New Day is still just gonna be spreading the seeds on both brands now. I think Biggie is gonna change and go back to maybe, you know, the five count Biggie and be really fucking dominant and then have like a reunion with them two and just like either fall back into like dancing Biggie just for that moment or he'll turn and beat the fuck out of them. Now nah, a five count biggie was fucking that's phenomenal. not <clears throat> here's the thing because if you're gonna have that, you're still gonna need for him to go at Roman, you need him to be a face. So he's gonna probably but I'm do... saying, I feel like he could get like say if he got the belt afterwards, like he has a reunion with New Day, like probably like the next week on like Raw or whatever. Or SmackDown, they come out, they have a little celebration, they get put in a match, and then Biggie just turns on them and was like, basically, you know, I got this on my own. I didn't need y'all. I think honestly, they wouldn't do that because there's so much marketing still with New Day. Oh, doing that while doing that with still while they're still doing their podcasts and X, Y, and Z. I, I just don't. So much, I just don't see there's it. There's so much marketing that went with the Shield, and they they split them up. There's so much marketing that went with the Shield, but not compared so to. Here's New the Day. thing. WWE doesn't market shit right. They broke up the Iconics, a tag team in a women's division that has no tag teams. The only legit tag team they had that had backstory, longevity, and even if they were annoying, they had something going for them. They broke them up to then put Peyton Royce in another tag team that made no sense. And they put her in a tag team with Lacey Evans. What the flub? Like What that the flub? Make- with the flub, as Simon Miller would say, that makes no sense. On top of that, you done split up fucking Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. We know why Sonya Deville had to go away, but you split them up, and they also were an established tag team in the women's division. So now we have Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose together. Which could be a good tag team, but they never get behind Dana Brooke. And as far as I'm seeing, they are not getting behind Mandy Rose either because she's still in this little storyline with Otis. There's barely any tag teams in a women's tag team division. And the belts are on two people who are basically the woman version of Team Hell No. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen with Otis, first and foremost. I don't care Um, what's going to happen with Otis. I don't... 
But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen with Otis. He's going to beat the death with a steel chair. Brock Lesnar going to come back, take his cash in, and be like, it's my turn now. F5, everything in sight. Take Paul Heyman by his shirt with the title and leave. Thank you. This is mine. You're, you're forgetting one main thing. Otis is going to defend his match, right? They're going to sanction a match. You got to defend your shit, right? So Otis is going to be there looking like the little engine that could, you know, looking like, you know, with his little biscuit boxers. And then you're going to hear the New Day music. You're going to think that it's Big E, but then it's going to be Brock Lesnar coming down to the fucking New Day theme music. And he's going to beat his ass while the song is still playing. And you need major pain to narrate this. Nah, just, just just imagine. And Otis, who's going to be Otis Mystery oh, Fighter? It's a new day. Yes, it is. And then you just see Brock Lesnar just come out like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like how Kevin Owens did? Yo, that's the... F- like. And uh, uh, here's one thing. Whatever y'all doing with Sami Zayn, please don't fuck that up. Because Sami's... Jesus Christ. I still think Sami Zayn had the best match in um, Clash of Champions. Sami Zayn is just pure fucking golden entertainment. First and foremost, Sami Zayn has always been golden. I Yo. wish that the Haluva kick was just a, a trick in his arsenal and his finisher was the Blue Thunderbomb. <laughs> Thunderbomb looks like it should finish off people way more than his version of the player's boot. It's the funniest fucking thing. Like, watching that man just entertain is golden. Oh, my God. I never thought in my fucking life, I, I never thought in my Zane life I would see a man, huh? Zane's been good since NXT. He's one of the few people WWE is kind of doing justice by. I wish they gave Neville the same fucking level of respect. I wish they gave Neville the same respect. I wish they gave Cesaro the same level. We talk about this all the fucking Dude, time. Cesaro is a, a tag team journeyman. He has beaten the New Day every time to win tag team gold. With like, different partners. Like, every time he became tag team champion, he beat New Day. He beat him with Tyson Kidd. He beat him with Cesaro. He beat him with Shinsuke. Mind you, he beat him with, he beat him with Sheamus a couple of times. The Bar. Still one of my favorite tag teams. I don't know what they're doing with Sheamus. He's like, on Raw. I don't know. I, didn't but, but I don't know Raw. what they're doing with him. Like, he had that one bar fight with Jeff Hardy, and he came out looking like a fucking cabbie, and they just like had him coming out looking like that ever since. And then finally, he went back to like the little. He he stopped having the stupid mohawk with the with the fucking Celtic beard beads, and he went yeah. back to broom hair. So it's like you know, okay, they're they're reverting him back to old Sheamus. Can they just put the bar back together and put Shinsuke back as Shinsuke, so he can like attack for like a singles title because i'm not gonna lie to you universal title eclipses wwe title by a landslide and the continental championship is way more important than the u.s title that's a fact the tag team division i mean i love the street profits they put on great matches and i like the new day there's no there's no tag teams to really belts are on good teams the problem is they have no one to fight Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode are not a tag team. They put them together and called these niggas Rudolph. No. What? Get that shit out of here. There are no tag teams. They broke up heavy machinery. They 
they they split up Andrew Garza and Andrade. Which yeah, they, they did that like, the Viking Raiders are like basically non-existent. What what was their actual name before? The Viking Experience. Yeah, okay. People forgot about that. Well, they're called the Viking Experience. They were the Viking. They were the War Raiders first, then the Viking Raiders, and then they became the Viking Experience, and they went back to like Viking Raiders or some shit. Listen, the Usos are. M- aren't able to do tag team because Jimmy's knee is fucked up. Jimmy's knee is fucked up. Jay's He's about to quit. He's that hard. Jay's about to die. Jay, yeah, Jay's about to quit. I mean, mind you, die. they're they're about to like they're they're about to go bury somebody and shit. And I didn't mean to say it like that, but they're they're about to take some time. Oh off. no, they about to bury two people. Yeah, that's fucked up. Because Roman gonna kill him. Yeah. Should have just should have took, pay- took that paycheck. Should have took that. I literally called this man. I literally called this man when it happened. Like, yo, the way this man is talking shit is immaculate. No more sucker and sucker tash, son. I just wish he never said that, but still. Um, yeah, of course. Vince made him say. Oh, just remember. When Jey Uso dies, and then you see Roman doing whatever Roman does. Stuff just happens. <laughs> just just remember that. Just call 1-800. 1-800. And someone will be there to take your call. Just good old, good old, good old. Um, I feel like um, I want to. I definitely want to see what they're going to do with um, Bray, <laughs> Alexa. Oh no, that's the, like I don't know where they're going with that. Oh, and before I even go down that rabbit hole, I forgot Miz and Morrison technically are a tag team. So that's a thing. Still alive after that fucking sneak attack? Well, after that ass whooping. But what I don't get is Retribution loses their match to then have apparently an amazing promo by Mustafa Ali. But I'm like, if you want these guys to be credible, you don't make them lose. And then you guys have them come to attack Bray Wyatt, the feet of all people. Then you forget that you got the hurt business just like, yo, we about to stomp the shit out you. And these niggas come out and stomp the shit out them and then leave. And then these niggas get choked out by Bray Wyatt. <laughs> so are they still using Rey Mysterio and Dominic as punch? Oh, that's on SmackDown. Oh, that's yes. Don't bring that up. Even though Murphy had the cleanest slide. I mean, they Murphy, brought SmackDown. Like, Murphy had the cleanest slide I've ever seen. My man. That shit was smooth as fuck. I'm like, I really do hope they put Murphy on a better pedestal. Just give him a push towards a, mid, a mid-title. He kind of fucked up a really good tag team. Murphy. Murphy was in a tag team with uh, Wesley Blake. They were Blake and Murphy. 
you can look up some of their old work on uh, NXT if you ever get the chance. They were a really good fucking tag team. Like, insanely good. Like, if you were to put them in the tag team division that was thriving during the time in WWE, they would fit right in. Just as easily as the Revival did. Unfortunately, the only team that they brought up that got buried... Well, Authors of Pain kept getting injured and then they got released. But fucking... What was their name? Um, the Ascension. They should have never got destroyed the way they did. They was were that Ascension again? Victor and Connor. They brought them up and had them looking like fake road warriors. They were a dominant tag team in NXT. A good <laughs> dominant tag team. They fall of man. Didn't have one person holding the other dude up to get like a weak double a team. They came at you from both fucking corners of the ring. Ran full speed ahead and like just one went high, one went low. Ooh, that's good. Fall of man used to be something to be fucking feared. And the crazy thing is, when they interfered in matches, they just came from opposite sides and <laughs> out. Do you didn't see oh them come down the ramp? You just see the like, like some meanest drive <laughs> by, just fall a man out. <laughs> hit him high, hit him out. That's, that's and it. welcome to football. We out. And then they just hold them completely on the main roster. Like I felt real bad for them because they were such a good tag team. Hell, to this day, right now, if they were still around, they could make a really dope faction with Aleister Black. Mm. Another star that's not being utilized properly. Dig that man. Like, watching him fight fucking... As much as I love Kevin Owens and I love watching him wrestle, I was watching his last match with Aleister Black, and I'm like, why are they fighting each other again? Because Alistair Black just decided to attack him on the Kevin Owens show and then just started attacking him constantly instead of, you know, going after Murphy and Seth Rollins, who tried to take, who took his eye out like they tried to do to Rey Mysterio. So a lot of these people are just on the list. I I don't appreciate this. I miss Jericho. Everybody's an eye. Why is it happening? Axe the wizard in the sky. Um, I want to see besides what they do with um obvious probably um obviously the best thing on there is in between Hurt Business and Bray and Alexa. Um, I love Oscar to death. I want to know what Richard Ricochet is gonna do. Be irrelevant in, in regards to the Hurt Business because we already know Apollo Crews don't got no no relevancy anymore right now and. Titus got got fucking gang initiated on Raw to still not get in the gang. They're still using them as like punching fodder. Basically. Titus Titus is a WWE ambassador. So that dude's making bread. So if he got to show up to get beat up on TV, he going to show up to get beat up on TV. That man making a good deal of money doing shit that JBL used to do for WWE. Uh, I ain't mad at Titus. He really making that millions of dollars. Like, oh man, I'm so like out of touch with most of this. Like, oh, 
Because <clears throat> all I remember him and um Heath Slater had a tag team, Slater and the Gator, and I'm Slater like the Gator, yeah, that kind of fell apart. I'm like, I'm like, that was not going anywhere. You know what? You know what would be a good like one one month feud to just have and throw away, and people might not actually agree with this. If they don't give the title to Orton at Hell in a Cell, they should bring back Jinder and have him go against McIntyre and just have McIntyre beat him up. Just a one month feud, just to have somebody for the next pay per view. It don't even or, have to go any further than that. Or have Jinder interrupt Hell in a Cell. That can work. And just the premise of it is just like, while Jinder is happy for Drew, he want his belt back. Like, ah, it's good to it see you have, yeah. And there's, there's, there's multiple layers under that and multiple directions you can go. You can have Jinder literally blame Heath, I mean, blame Drew, uh, Drew for Heath's firing. There's so many levels and so many ways you can go with this. But they're not going to do that. And also, Jinder come back. You're going to have Mustafa interrupt him with retribution. And Mustafa Ali is going to get jumped. And Drew McIntyre is going to win the belt. We don't need to put retribution in anything that they don't need to be in. Mustafa could stay whatever little feud he got going right now. He needs to stay there. No titles need to be around what retribution. What feud? What feud? Is he Hurt business. <clears throat> Retribution are feuding with Hurt Business. They literally interjected Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss there for no reason. Like, none. I, I'm not the- that should really have a feud with them, they can't even have a feud with them. And that's Selena and Andrade, because they first showed up and they, like, Sister Abigail, both of them, clean. That shit was sexy as hell, yeah. That's who should be having beef with them. There is no reason for them to be fighting Retribution. I mean, I don't think they're going to fight Retribution, but... But there's still no reason for them to even be there. I agree. I think, honestly, in that... And I think, honestly, in that position, when it comes to Retribution, they really fucked up, because you could have just had Retribution be on Raw and SmackDown and just... Yeah, and you could have them be dominant and not have a WWE contract, which they said they weren't here for. Survival series. Like, that's a thing. You could have easily had them fuck them up for months on end and then Survivor Series. Basically, because the whole thing is we're trying to dismantle the brand. Basically, have them fuck everything up. And considering you got COVID, some, you could do some extra shit. Yeah. Like, basically, um, we're going to have our retribution in NXT. We're going to have our retribution in fucking SmackDown. We're going to have our retribution on Raw. And y'all just going to have to beat us. That's it. Easy. Makes sense. <clears throat> you could easily have Mustafa lead. You could easily have Mustafa lead. He could go off about how he felt he was done dirty and all this other extra shit. Blah, blah, See, blah. The reason why it's not going to work for NXT is because NXT's got so many different interlock, interlooping storylines going on right now that if they did that, they would literally only be able to... The only people that would be, like, viable that you could see fighting against Retribution is Undisputed Era. And right now, one of Undisputed Era's members is injured because of his fight with Finn Balor, and that was Kyle O'Reilly. I don't know what's going on with Roderick Strong or Adam Cole, but I think they're also injured. 
And Bobby Fish is injured too. And just about all of Undisputed Era got attacked backstage on last NXT that passed. So I they have too many different stories going on. They got something going on with Finn Balor who's holding the NXT title. So your champion is also injured, so you don't have them to attack. Brizongo got towed out of the belt. They had the tag t- titles and they lost them because they got kicked in the nuts. Um yeah, NXT's got their own thing going on right now. So them having a program that led into Survivor Series, it just doesn't work. I mean, I get not, it. Not, not this year, anyway. But now, for, for Raw and SmackDown, it makes a little bit of sense. But the problem is, and who I feel like they're, and I hope they don't do this, but it looks like they're gearing up Keith Lee to probably join with Retribution. Because he's had one match that he's won, and it was against Randy Orton. Every other match is shrouded in controversy or DQs, and he lost to Braun Strowman because Strowman punched him in the dick. And then he punched Strowman back in the dick after the match and beat him up. So, like, there's just... There's just so much dumb shit going on in WWE where, like, storylines are either we're getting fed bits and pieces to a bigger story that's going to come out to play later down the line, or they just don't know what the fuck they're doing with certain stars, and they're floating in, like, mid-card to no-card limbo. Like, it makes no sense, even though he worked his ass off for this, it makes no sense that there are top stars out there with no direction going for them. And our truth is running around with the twenty four seven championship being made more relevant than all of them, and that belt is literally meant to be irrelevant. The goat, our truth. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like that belt is meant to be made irrelevant, and just because it's our truth, it's like one of the most important titles on the show. I think it, I think art like our truth just makes it so much worth. He just marketable is like it's just great he also don't age that he too don't. That, black don't crack. that man is like 50 something son black I'm still at the fact that the last time he had an actual match he just like if you could you know how like in Madden you can choose somebody else's playbook mm-hmm. Yeah. he went into that match and came out as John Cena cause he literally did Cena's five moves of doom the shoulder tackles, the spin out power bomb, the five knuckle shuffle, and an AA and one. Like, wow. I'm done. I'm done. That's that's wow. <clears throat> so yeah, there's a lot of like little interlocking storylines going on right now. I'm not too sure what's going on with Street Profits. I'm not too sure what like whose new day is gonna be fighting. Because they don't seem to have any actual real contenders for their belts right now. And uh I think honestly, you can have them fight each other, have Street Profits win and unify the belts at Mania. Um, or even Survivor Series or even like I think unifying the titles would be what's best. And I think a good fight between Street Profits and New Day would just be all around entertaining. Like, we're unifying the belts. The New Day can't put on a bad tag team match. And freaking 
forward is so fucking athletic. It doesn't matter if he's doing a frog splash or a crossbody. This motherfucker got springs in his shoes. Like, it's, it's fucking... so much hang time. That match is going to be entertaining. And that match is going to be entertaining. Um, I feel like them just shoving antics at each other. They don't. You don't really need a deep-ass storyline. Hey, we're unifying the belts. Have them just look at each other and be like, this is going to be fun. Like, like, New Day, you guys are cool and all. But just know, come WrestleMania, we want the smoke. And that's all you got to do. Like, that ma- I think, like, certain matches just sell itself. That's one of them. You can literally just have them unify the titles, them just cut promos on each other's matches, cut ass on each other. Fucking hilarious. So here's a nice little tidbit that you might not be aware of. Do you remember back when Sasha Banks, Tamina, and Naomi were a team called Team Bad? Mm-hmm. The Street Profits have a remixed version of that song as their intro. What? I'm not I'm on this. But the crazy thing is, is that the Street Profits entrance is so entertaining and it's so swagged out and it goes with the song that whenever anybody <laughs> goes back and listens to Team Baz, they're just like, nah, Street Profits. Nah. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. I think honestly, in um in the retrospect of just what they want to do in fucking Raw and SmackDown. Oh, another fun fact before you go into that. Brodus Clay had Flash Funk's theme song. Who? Flash Funk, a wrestler from like the 90s. He was like a high-flying sensation before we had all the high-flyers that we got. Funk was always on a roll. I think, honestly... Looks like they're all over the place. Um, it's not the fact that they're all over the place. It's literally, they don't, they're just utilizing who they have horribly. Like, I, I feel bad for Asuka. I feel bad for Lana. I feel bad for Zelina. Um, I feel like, if, I feel like, honestly, if you would have did for Lana what you did for Zelina last in Clash of Champions, it would have worked better. Because, oh, sorry. There's also rumors that they're bringing back Eva Marie. God. Hopefully they don't do her dirty like they've been doing Mickey James lately. But what you talking about? Eva Marie sucked when she was there. I she, said what I said. She was trained by Brian Kendrick and couldn't even perform sliced bread number two, like at all. And he literally trained her to do that move. He trained her to have to for all her in-ring stuff. You know what happened? She busted an implant and had to leave. Oh. Oh, my titty! Ah! When she used to come out, she got more heat than Roman Reigns ever got in his career. Like, the booze, you could not hear entrance music. (laughs) Nigga said, evil Like the booze, probably... the booze, <laughs> pretty much her entrance song. 
Like, so they say she's been training and she's gotten better, but that's what they said with her first run when she came back and she was trash. So all that's left to be seen is what they do with that. Also, I'm low-key waiting to see what the hell they're supposed to be doing with Carmella because they changed her from the princess of Staten Island to this high-ass fashionista. And I don't know if she's just waiting to be buried by Charlotte Flair because that's also somebody coming back. Then we have rumors that Ronda Rousey's coming back and Becky Lynch is supposed to be coming back sometime soon. I thought Becky has supposed to have kids on the way. Uh, I said she's supposed to, to give. She's supposed to give birth soon. Okay. But um, what I feel like, I feel bad because. I feel like the angle that they're going with Lana, they could have already done this at Clash of Champions and then have it carry over into now. You could have a you know a fight between her and Natalia, have her build her bones up. But you could do the same shit that Zelina wanted to do in um, Clash of Champions. You could have done that with Lana. Basically, after their breakup, have Lana do the whole, um, have Natalia go like, yo, you're worthless, you don't do anything right, you're never gonna do shit, and then have her call out fucking Asuka, even though they're on SmackDown, so that's, you know, that's where fucks that up. Um, um, Lana, at the time, Lana's Raw. No, but before Clash of Champions, they're on SmackDown, right? No. Oh, so, you could've called out Asuka and been like, hey, Asuka, like, like, you know, you know, you know what? You um basically, I want to challenge you to a match at Clash of Champions. Blah 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 blah. Oscar, do literally the same shit Zelina did. She could have um they could have cut that promo. That shit would have worked. And basically, with Lana, um after she loses, Natalia keeps on fucking with her. Natalia fucks her over at the um at the battle royale thing. That can set them up for a match at Hell in a Cell, or whatever the fucking case may be. But then with Zelina Vega, considering she's fed up at these two dipshits. She could have easily won the fucking battle royale, prove to them that she can do this shit by herself, and she don't need no team, that she's worth something, and then now she has her title match against Asuka at Hell in a Cell. And it just means a little bit more, and the story feels better. But you know what happens at Hell in a Cell? Burials? I win! <laughs> hey, wake up! I win! Tell me again. The people still get tossed off to the top, but they don't do that no more. Because, you know, I want to see someone get tossed from the top of the hell in the cell. Shay's going to come out. Hey, guys, Raw Underground, Raw Underground got canceled, <laughs> but I'm on top of this hell in the cell. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Literally just like that's it. Nate's gonna jump off like Jim Carrey to get a cable guy. Someone's got to kill the babysitter. <laughs> all in all, I'm kinda I'm kinda just waiting and watching to see what WWE does. I'm also slightly intrigued in what AEW is doing. They got their own thing going on with uh Kenny Omega and Adam Page. They got this nice little angle with MJF and Jericho where we're just seeing who's going to stab the other person in the back first. Moxley is beating dog shit out of people. 
he's been holding on to that AEW championship for a while now, so I feel like he's about to lose it, but I don't know who's going to beat him. Um, I still feel like the Mimosa match is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Dude, Jericho makes everything work. Jericho, and like, it's just that match. It's just him and Orange. It's just... I love it. Oh, I love every second of it. Orange. Orange. It's fucking hilarious. I love every second of it. And I barely watch AEW. Sorry, it's just... You having me crying here. It's like... Hold on. Anywho. As Sam... What is this? What was I saying? I was talking about Orange. Sam... Um, Samrilla is like... Oh, how does anybody lose to him? He's named after a piece of fruit. Here's a, here's a, this is the thing I want to see. Giving it up. It, it's just his fucking persona. It's just, you know, it was a match. It happened, and uh, I was entertained. It's getting it. Like <laughs> the, it's just it, freshly squeezed, like. Like, I was going to buy a shirt to wear the Orange Cassidy shirt all summer and just hands in my pockets. Jean jacket. This shoulder, just just tap kicking people. Yeah. Just. There's nothing you need to do. It's just. That Mimosa match. Orange Cassidy was going to get serious and actually wrestle for real. So when he did, they were like, fuck, this guy can go. Yeah, man. It's. It's really fucking immaculate. And he could turn it on whenever. That's the and, best part about his gimmick. And, and right now, like, even... It, it, we're at a weird state where, like, even Impact is good right now. So, oh, like, my God. But, what they're doing with EC3 is just... Yeah, even though he looks like Kurrigan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you said Impact Wrestling's doing good. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Y'all niggas said that's the impact wrestling doing good. Yes. Yes. As right a now, TNA, it's like it's impact it's, wrestling. It, impact wrestling, formerly known as Global Force Wrestling, formerly known as Total Nonstop Action Wrestling. It actually has storylines. It's gotten so good that even Simon Miller is covering it weekly on a weekly basis now for his ups wow. and downs. Yeah, and like the, I can't believe I I can't believe I heard that. that. The push for the right women's now, championship it's just a looks really good. good time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, but the, the problem is, is that wrestling fans are the most toxic. Is one of the most toxic fan bases in the world. They're just never satisfied with anything. They oh yeah, push that person finally gets their push, and then all of a sudden they hate them. It's just they're Stupid. never satisfied. I think the thing See, is, like, it's like. Remember when Roman was supposed to win and Batista won, and then when Roman won, it just began to hate. Yeah, and I was like, that's literally what it is, and it's yeah, just I like, that. like I, I just don't really <laughs> care at what other people. I like, I got tired of arguing with people when it comes, especially wrestling fans. I'm in wrestling groups, and I was arguing with I, someone about. I, I go in there and I just troll. Like they're like they're. Like, I got booted out for one group for making fun of Paige. Even uh, though your man EC3, I, I can't see that. 
It's uh, you. Hold on. If it comes into view, I'm trying to get it into view. There we go. Why is neck like that? <laughs> oh, what's up his neck? <laughs> then they had like a whole cinematic scene where he just pulled up from the darkness, busted open. That nigga looked whole types of creepy, bro. It's fucking hilarious and it's great and I loved every second of it. Is that his neck about to bench press you? Oh my goodness. I'm about to like look up some wrestling sources and actually start following. Ah, even better. Ups and downs. That's all you need to watch. Ups and downs? Yep, ups and downs. I will definitely start doing that. Because y'all said impact wrestling. I don't I don't know how I don't know how to take that in. Oh my goodness. If it loads if it if it shows properly. Why they do that to him? Nigga, why he did that to him? <laughs> oh my goodness. And that that's what makes you just you and me, me. <laughs> oh man. Oh I I I yeah, I gotta give me a moment. I'm still trying to take this in. Impact Wrestling is good and entertaining now. Like, yeah, because it has yeah. nothing to do with old, washed-up fucking WWE stars. And you I don't were. mean people who used to work in WWE like a year ago and went to a different promotion. I mean motherfuckers that were like bottom of the barrel, old as shit, <laughs> like fucking Hulk Hogan and Jeff Jarrett and like fucking Kevin Nash. We don't uh, people that just shouldn't be in the ring. It was like WCW at one point. Yeah, and I was like, wow. Like, I remember the last thing that they really did good before I stopped following. I know they had immediate Bobby Lashley had a little, their little gimmick thing, which was actually like the best thing they did. You mean the now Hurt business? That's, That's why the Hurt business came to be. Yeah, no, the Hurt Business is easily one of the best things on Raw right now. The Hurt Business came to be because they knew what the fuck MVP was doing with Lashley in Impact Wrestling. They knew that was money. They knew like, that okay, was money. I, I, I didn't know that was brought like MVP single-handedly became the moneymaker of Raw for a good long minute. And that man only came back to wrestle two fucking matches. He wanted to show his kid how he looked when he wrestled. He came back for the Royal Rumble and was supposed to be for two televised matches. This man is one of the best running things on Monday Night Raw right now. Wow. Yo, MVP and that, that everybody wants people to give MVP their flowers now because of, you know, what he's doing with them. And I agree. He didn't get enough. I remember when he was in Raw, when he was with WWE, when he first joined up, they didn't give him the credit that he was dessert, he was dude. That man was a two-time United States champion and, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a cruiserweight champion. He was definitely feuding with Hurricane Helms and a lot of other people. He had some yeah. good feuds. I think he beat, number I, of I, he Batista, I know he beat Batista in some matches. He beat John Cena. He has, he has some, no, some noticeable Ws on his belt. It's just... You mean... Never, did you just say Hurricane? 
Hurricane Helms. Well, he was actually Gregory Helms at that point. He had dropped the Hurricane persona, and he was just like this monster heel that was just like, he don't need nobody. And that eventually came and bit him in the ass because he was acting like he was better than everybody. But he had some really good feuds, like Matt Hardy, MVP. So, yeah. Hurricane is one of my favorite wrestlers during the Ruthless Aggression era. Yeah, they kind of dropped the ball with him. They dropped the ball. And then when they brought him back, he didn't have the same tenacity as he did when he was Gregory Helms. You know who was better than him? We already know. The person who put him on the shelf. Yeah, okay. just had to get that out there. That's who put him on the shelf. That's literally he literally killed that career. What's up with that? What's that? that Jimmy Wang Yang. What's up with that? He put it. He put it in the, the best fucking gimmick. People say I'll like, be saying that every. What we need to do is we need to do is mustache and a tank top and a fucking cowboy hat. And there we go. The new Jimmy Wang Yang. I think honestly, people I people don't appreciate Kurt Angle being with the alliance and Stoke Cold. His segments with Kurt Angle, Stoke Cold, and Vince was some of the funniest shit I fucking witnessed, son. Stoke Cold staring at him. I don't care. Give me crack corn and I don't care. Give me crack corn. I don't care. Kurt! I got Olympic gold. Yo, and he goes like, hey, how is it you acted like a fucking jackass? <laughs> he took his hat and flung. Nigga took his hat and flung that shit. Like <laughs> hung like, What are you doing? I'm cheering up Vince. Well, where is he? Uh, yo, and, and yo. It was just like, yo, Kurt Angle and Stone Cold are just real, this really good sharing segments together was fucking hilarious. And like, especially early Kurt Angle was just. Oh, you're talking about. With hair. You know what? With hair. I'm going to have, I'm going to take like 10 Vikings before my match. Let's do this. Kurt Angle. God. Yeah, some of the cleanest suplexes I've ever seen, bro. Uh, whatever segments, oh whatever gimmicks people. So I still think people don't give Hollywood Rock's gimmick the credit that it's due. <coughs> and it took them, it took the Rock coming back with that persona to have people really realize how good that fucking persona was. Just yep. the amount of shit talking that man did was just immaculate. Um, I like always I like Devon. Always like Robert Devon. I liked almost every Matt Hardy gimmick. Um. Um. Who else was good? King Booker was really good. King Booker was amazing. Um, he had him in the ring as King Booker, and he looked down ever like a peasant. Priceless. Man, he had Charmel screaming all hell King Booker every five seconds. That was the most annoying entrance ever. And the right sense it was a thing. King Booker! 
Who was it? Stephen Richards, The Godfather, um, Ivory? No. Bull Buchanan and Ivory. Bull Buchanan. Oh, Bull Buchanan. Shit. For Bull Buchanan came in as John Cena's rap buddy. Anyway. <laughs> um, the world's greatest tag team is still one of my favorite things. They had lightning in a jar with Bro's- American Alpha. And they fucked both of them over. Them versus Team Angle was supposed to be the fucking patriotic match. <laughs> the most patriotic match you could ever ask for. I would sooner believe that Chad Gable would have been Kurt Angle's illegitimate son rather than Jason Jordan. All Jason Jordan got the show for is one top title, top tag team title run with Seth Rollins and then a career ending injury. That's like a, you know who else was great? You know, you got to give it to them. I ain't like them, but they were actually entertaining for some weird reason. Spirit Squad. Why? I and that's the end of the podcast, everybody. I want to um, give a shout out to all our sponsors. Um, not Ooh. the spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey! Jimmy! I, yo. I was like... They were wow. just a collective of... yo. Did, I know they won matches, but like... That, yo. Like when they had that, yo. Triple H and Shawn Michaels fight them, I'm like, yo, why ain't doing this? Yo, they were just like a, Yo, just- a stable of squashers. You mean a oh, job squad? Huh? You mean the job squad? The job squad. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fucking, oh my god, I hated the spirit squad, son. Like, but why wow. the fucking Val Venus? Do not know. I remember him doing DDP yoga, and then I don't know what happened to him after that. Then Billy and Chuck was probably... I The amount of people I trolled with that goddamn theme music. The Billy Chuck... Did you look so... <laughs> you give me that look because you know the pain. Why are you giving me that look? I'm singing the theme song. <laughs> you about to have Nunzio pop out your closet and throw a blanket over your head. <laughs> Remember fucking, um... Yo, who was Hiding Rake breathing on, like... Michael Cole. No, like, I like you. Michael Cole. No, because Michael Cole didn't say I like you too. Heidenreich was breathing on somebody and someone else was like, yo, I like you too. The only person he was in proximity with like that was Michael Cole. He had him in a boiler room and read that nigga poetry. (laughs) Poor Michael Cole. Is he still there? 
Yep. My goal is still of Monday Night Raw, and every time Sasha Banks comes out, he has an orgasm. Oh, it's the boss. And then, yo, when Bailey and Sasha were wrestling, shut up, Michael! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. She bugged on him. It was great. Yo, it was so perfectly timed, because he was just, he was just, and and goes like, we just don't know what she's going to do without her partner, Sasha. Shut up, Michael! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Michael Cole. Don't be I just need Jimmy Wang Yang to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, and I'm good. He's never going to be inducted. Stop it. Don't ruin that dream. It's not going to punk ass bitch. Wow. Yeah. That's the best cruiserweight ever. That's all we need. Jimmy Wang Yang, you are now a Hall of Famer. That's all I need to hear. Jimmy Wang Yang, WWE Hall of Famer. Don't care what year. Hall of Famer. That's all I need. That's all we need. He's a Hall of Famer that the world needs but doesn't deserve. By the way, I mentioned mentioned the Revival earlier. They're also the AEW Tag Champions. Really? Yeah. They're defending against the Young Bucks at the moment. Well, at their next pay-per-view. Or big event, as I'll call it. Hmm. See how that goes. It's going to be no no flips, just fists versus super kick party. Good old Young Bucks. It's going to be right. belt drivers and shatter machines. Definitely got to watch the... Um... I get to see AJ Styles go at. My man got Shaq Fu in his corner, bro. He got Shaq Fei Hong for a bodyguard. The greatest variety game character ever invented. Yo, they're going to put him in Smash, and I'm going to just watch everyone just get extra salty. Who the fuck you act like in a Smash? I, I was going to play Smash. They put Shaq Fei Hong in Smash. If Shaq Fay hung with the next DLC, I'm jumping back on the Smash. That hurt my feelings. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all. My Shaq Fay hung's back. I have a reason to play Smash again. Oh, Bye. Snitsky. Here. Oh shit. Yo, you know I why I'm here. Punching the baby is probably the greatest thing I ever seen in my life, yo. Speaking of Smash, I'm here. People are tight with the whole Steve. Now we already we already talked about that. Yeah, shit. That, shit is that shit is cool, though. Nah, but um, yeah, we already pushed in two and a half hours on this pod. Is there anything else y'all want to talk? Y'all want to mention? Y'all want to give a shout out to? 
Jimmy Wang Yang, WWE Hall of Famer. Look out for that. What need to be shouting out is these streams. They need to come watch these TGA streams. They need to come watch my streams exactly. and watch yeah. the boys do their thing. Exactly. We got me and him got a very special Call of Duty Warfare. Or damn, that was Bushy. We're going. We, I'm gonna take my take own. two. Take take two. <laughs> <laughs> Any fucking hoot. Uh, me and Joe got a very special Call of Duty Warzone stream coming along and it's gonna suck because he's gonna be carrying me and i'm gonna do my damn hardest to make sure he doesn't win so you get wow. to watch me yell at this guy because oh brother this guy stinks <laughs> scumbag matt <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> dead beat matt just like wow like the last time we streamed we were streaming Call of Duty and like just like we we're on the train and the train took us where it shouldn't have went and we died. And when I mean to tell we you, we weren't even streaming. We were just playing. No, and we were. Streaming. It glitched. It wasn't supposed to take you into a station where there's gas, and it took us deep into the fucking gas where like you might like you might as well have been living in that bitch. <coughs> and it was no way. That was a whole stream. Well, I don't remember. I remember that, but I don't remember it being a stream. But hey, niggas died. I had exactly. fun grass. Like that whole session, we got hoed. Like we were having real good games, but we kept getting hoed on some dumb shit. Like we'd get a gulag and get one shotted or something, and we'll watch the kill cam and son just like aim botted or something. Or we'd get stuck in the gas because of the fucking glitch. Yo, it's like, and, and like, especially during that one with the fucking train glitch, I had like three kills. Joe had like six. We had all our equipment needed. Like, we were killing shit. We bro. had our loadout and, drops. And, we, were, we were following and, the circle properly. We were there were literally like six, six teams left. There were like six teams left. And it was like six teams, five teams left. They was like, mm, y'all like mustard gas. Here y'all go. Said, you know what it suck right now? You guys got on the wrong train. Yep. And then it was one time where um, I y'all died. Got, y'all got stuck on that A train going from a rock over the bridge and got stuck there. They said, here, here's the one train. And on that note, um... Be on the lookout for our streams. Um, the TGA streams, Twitch is very close to being an affiliate. Hopefully, by the time this video is uploaded and everything, we will reach that goal. Drow is on his way. We're going to be pushing for that as well. And take the time out to pledge to either our Patreon or donate to the cause, whichever which way is possible, because we like doing more shit other than these Zoom Skype podcasts every fucking day. Hopefully. Um, but I feel like I'm at work. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> you we want to do yeah. shit. We want to provide entertainment for you guys. So, um, please feel free to give a donation or subscribe to our Patreon. There's going to be a very special announcement on Patreon only content coming in the upcoming future. This is Matthias Dro Show. I might make a Twitch and stream. Join the cool kids. Yeah, we're ending this. We don't, we don't need yeah, we're ending this.
Wow, you know what? Don't you shush me, bitch niggas. 